What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. I'm the Bruce Wayne of this ish, the king of content. If you didn't know, I'd be dropping content on like four channels a day. All right. And the speaker of truth in the building, yours truly, CGA. I got money. Hey, man. Thank God it's Friday. We made it to Friday, man. Listen, this is my, I don't know what stream I'm on today. This is number nine, nine per week, plus the ones that I do on those Sundays, plus the vlogging, plus the gaming channel, plus the sports channel. Boy, I'd be tired. Nova's got a channel coming up, working on that. I'd be tired in the building. Oh, but anyway, man, look, man, it's about that hustle and that grind, man. I'm only going to be young for so, so long. And the Free Agent Lifestyle channel and the replays on the CGA channel. Shout out to everybody. Go to all of my channels and subscribe. Go to all of my channels and subscribe. All right. Shout out to everybody, man. Look, appreciate all of the Ten Toes gangs up, ladies, man. Y'all been flooding my inbox with feet pictures. Tommy Lauren, I know you're thinking about calling a brother. I know you're thinking about getting down. All right, Tommy Lauren thinking about getting down in the building. Hey, uh, come on in. I'll fly you in. Anyway, we got a great show today. We're going to talk about the media's pushing back that career woman, the career woman. So I could focus on my career. All right, the woman, they're like, they're like you're going to be happy being single and childless. This is something that the free agent lifestyle pushes, but we're pushing this as a protection model against the family court system, right? And the uh, illegal operation that is the marriage industrial complex. But what they're telling them again is that you can have it all, despite the fact that the economy is crashing all around and we're in the middle of a recession. Okay, we're going to look at who's pushing that. New, 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 new world order. Anyway, we're going to look who's pushing that. Also, also, we're going to look at, uh, we're going to do a poll, uh, whether you guys would help this poor little lady, um, the strong and independent lady, fearless lady. All right, all of a sudden, is she going to help her? We got a little clip on that one. And we're going to talk about Leonardo DiCaprio. He dumped his 25-year-old flat back. You guys know the Leo chart. And now he's out here allegedly dating a single mother. Is Leo dating a single mama? All right. Wow. And, and this woman's off the age chart. Boy, Leo, what you doing out here, man? You know, the single mom, the single mom peace league be out here good. You know what I mean? They know what they're doing with it. <laughs> they know what they're doing with the ladies. Uh, we're going to start off with a little bit of bad news for or for the ladies that are watching today's show. What is going on here? Did you see this in Oklahoma City or somewhere in Oklahoma? Did you see that there was a crash of a truck and, and, and SEX toys spilling out all over the damn freeway? What are these lonely, roboted, incel women going to do all weekend? They're going to be hitting you up. Hey, stranger. They toys done malfunctioned out here. As you can see here, wait a minute, what, what is this video? This is not the video, but uh, here it is. Avalanche of SEX toys spill out on the highway after a truck flips over. Good Lord, ladies. Some of y'all deliveries going to be all messed up today. All right, where's the picture? Look at this. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Ladies. Hey, ladies. They gonna be hitting y'all brothers up, man. Come pipe me down. All of my stuff. I these people have the nerve. These people have the nerve to always talk about men who want they robots. I'm like, dude, they don't. They don't do nothing but play with toys. All right, to, and this is when you come in thinking you about to do something with your salami. This is why dudes that be like, I know how to pipe a girl down. I'm like, it don't matter. They got toys that can pipe them down way better. Yes, yours probably feels slightly better. Look at this. This dude said lost its load here. <laughs> lost its load. 
Uh-oh. The records are out there. You know, the records are out there. Um, where's the truck driver? I'm, I'm assuming he's okay. Let's just uh, shout out to all the truck drivers there. But look at all of these toys. Dude, you guys wonder why women, we don't need men. We don't need you men. This is why right here. Look at all of this, bro. Look at all of this. <laughs> they be out here telling you guys you're incels and virgins and you can't get none and and you're going to get a sex robot and blah, blah, blah. They're going to talk about all of these things that men are trying to do. You got to go get a passport. Uh, you got to do this. And when they be home by themselves, I always tell you, check that drawer. Let's go ahead and go a little bit full screen here. I always tell you, go to the woman's nightstand. Go to the second drawer. Go to the second drawer. You're going to see a damn nightmare. It's going to look like a damn uh, weird science in there. Stuff doing this stuff. Wait, somebody, come on. <laughs> No audio from the video. Can you hear me? Can you hear me though? You know, oh, nobody said, somebody said you can't hear audio from the video, but can you hear me? All right, hopefully let me know if you can hear me. All right, uh, anyway. So yeah, it's going to look like weird science episode. You can hear me. Okay. Oh, no biggie. All right, no biggie. So in this situation here, um, uh, you're going to look up at that second drawer and they're going to have plug-in stuff, USB chargeable, double-A uh, battery equipment. We don't need you guys. We don't need you men. All right. This dude, look at the truck load. Now, what, what would be the equivalent of this? What would be the equivalent of this for men? <laughs> like, what is the equivalent of a truck crashing? And what would be the load of things that would pop out that would be relating to sex? The worst I could think is a bunch of Madden video games. You know what I mean? And then the women were like, oh, yo, Madden video game boxes. I mean, you don't even need that anymore. You could download it straight from EA Sports, straight from Xbox. Like, what would be the equivalent? A beer truck, <laughs> a beer truck, or a lotion, I suppose. You know what I mean? Blow-up dolls, I guess. But there's no equivalent to this. I don't think there's a, it's a false equivalent, let's see, let's, let's, let me listen. Somebody said there's no audio on the video, so I'll narrate. I can hear audio. I'll turn it down. So here we are in Oklahoma City. Uh, look at all of these toys, bruh. And, and these boxes are big. Look, look, look at, there's pallets down here. There's pallets of boxes. <laughs> wow. This is absolutely insane. Now, it looks like it tipped over on the driver's side. The truck was driving. Look at, oh, no, they zooming in. They zooming in. I think the lady asks. I think the lady asked, what's in those boxes? Hold on for a second. I know you can't hear her, but I think one of the anchor ladies was like, ah, what's in the boxes? The lady. Hold on. Yeah, the lady's asking, what, what kind of boxes? What, what's down there? The lady, the white lady uh, news anchor. What, what, what perhaps is down there? A bunch of vibrators? <laughs> and they're trying to look. Well, I can't really tell. Well, you know, news at six. Well, I can't really tell what type of parcels are down there. Bunch of vibrators, bro. <laughs> the driver's not injured. If you didn't hear that, the driver's not injured. So the truck driver's all good for all the truck drivers out there. What's down there? All of that. <laughs> She's like, is my box down there? Whatever it is. Ladies. Oh, look at they still coming out. They still got boxes out there. Oh, there's blood right here, though. 
Let's, or maybe that's oil. I'm just think that's maybe that's some sort of oil or transmission. I don't know. It says the driver's okay. Uh, but ladies, man, what y'all gonna do? What y'all gonna do? <laughs> well, man, what a weird way to start your weekend, ladies. Hey guys, hey strangers, hey big head texts all weekend. They didn't get their delivery. It is what it is. It's the lube. Oh, it's all the lube spilling out. Damn. Shout out to uh hey to contribute today's show, dollar sign CGA live on the Cash App. To Venmo, Venmo is Coach Greg Adams TV, Super Chat over on the Notorious CGA channel. And uh, what do we got over here? Oh, paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams on the PayPal. All right, shout out to the Coach Gang. Let's get to the earlier contributors to today's show. And do we have a Super Chat on the Notorious CGA channel? I believe we do. And I'm going to have to scroll all the way up. And I won't be able, I don't think I'll be able to show it. Let me see. I don't know how it works. Oh, they let me scroll up quite a bit. But they not let me see where that super chat is, huh? I see what I see what's going on here. I see what you guys are doing over there. All right, they won't let me flash it up on the screen. I know, oh, there it is, right there. I know people are like, you can super chat on this channel. Oh, uh, yeah, Mikey, Mikey Pressure is in the building. Shout out to Mikey Pressure on the super chat over on the Notorious CGA channel. All right, super chats are back for the meantime. Uh, you can go over to the Notorious, the Notorious CGA channel to go over there and super chat. Okay, all right, all right. All right, PayPal's locking me out already. <laughs> right, PayPal, man. I don't know if they do that for my protection or what. All right, let's see here. Venmo says, yo, Loud Pocket says, yo, Coachy, I have just a mustache and no other facial hair looking like Ravishing Rick Rude, a.k.a. Tom Selleck. It's corny, but I keep it. He says, I keep it because I've always wanted to be like my dad. Shout out to the mustache-only gang in the building. That's got to be another subgroup here. All right. Um, some people grow it, you know, they like some people do it just to do it, right? The mustache only gang in the building. All right, Albert Ingram. People say your book is for men who can't get women. Well, if that's the case, at least you have a solution to the men's problems in lives. Yes, the problem is people want to complain about problems, but never want to do anything to fix it. Free agent lifestyle for life. Or free agent lifestyle for life. Uh, yeah, I think uh some men grow up, some men don't grow up. All right, some men go on thinking that um, that women are the thing to conquer in life, right? At some particular point, you will realize that that ain't it. And one of the ways you realize it is you either get in trouble with women or you actually have a lot of success with women. And you go, well, this is not it. It's the same thing as money, honestly. But you want to be able to get into a position where you're getting becoming influential or power or whatever that thing and you think money is going to be the thing that makes you happy but it's not because if you have money in the absence of power influence if you have money in the absence of being able to elevate yourself into a better position right if you have money and you have ignorance like it doesn't help so if i just blessed you with money today and you didn't have to work hard for it money wasn't the solution same thing as women same thing as if when women come easy to you um it's not a solution right sometimes they can become problematic and you just got the woman you didn't know how to manage the woman manage expectations and so forth and so on so at some particular point some men will grow up but there's some men that are young i get it there's men that are 25 and all you can think about is women i remember those days i remember those days and even when you're in your 40s it's the same thing but what happens is when you start getting into your late 30s and 40s, what happens is life becomes way more important than women. It becomes way more important, but there's going to also be a time where 
you're going to have a little bit of extra time on your hand. And then you're going to be like, wow, with this extra time, I would love to have a woman to fill this void. And you forget all the bullshit that women put you through. And you think that a woman's going to be there to fill that little void in the, the time that you have to be, you know, be the man that you want. And really, if you found a woman, she's going to take up way more time than that void. <laughs> she's going to take up way more time. She's not going to just fit into that void and be okay. I mean, unless you just paid her, but that's just what happens. She's going to distract you, sideswipe you. She's going to distract you, and she's going to overtake that time and then plus more. So you guys got to really figure out what you want to accomplish in life. If women is your accomplishment, that's fine. But I think after a certain age, I don't think that could be the case. Okay, that's not going to be the case. You'll figure out that they have a place. And I want the ladies to know you have a place. It just ain't going to be number one. I cannot make you number one. We just talked about the R&B stream yesterday. You're never going to be number one in CGA's life. All right, never. All right, shout out to the coach game. Do me a favor, hit the like button in the building. All right, we got Elijah Bryan on the super chat, pushing peace leave in the building, pushing that peace leave. All right, the all important. All right, it's a great feeling. All right, hold on for a second. Uh, let's go over on Cash App. We have, uh, was this yesterday? Yes, it was. Uh, Samuel P. Samuel P. said, show funny as F. We have you cracking up around here. Dave O. says, even if I wanted, I couldn't go back to blue pill life. Even if I wanted to, I couldn't go black back to blue pill life. I know people are like, that metaphor, red pill, blue pill is so corny. That's fine. But I, what, he's, what, what we use the metaphor for is kind of like we're just saying this is the life, this is the other side of life. And I could not go back. I could not go back to dating and romancing a woman, not in the, in, not in the instance that I get lost in him. I'm lost in love. I can't live without you. <laughs> she, I can't, I can't do that. I don't know, man. Maybe you guys could. I just ain't in the mood for all that. I ain't got no time for that. Maybe if I had more time, I don't know. I can't go back to the blue pill, though. There's a lot of content creators and there's a lot of men here that could, though. You go back to blue pill life right now. Kevin O says, this is, we'll call you that. I know your other name, but that, listen, this is what happens. He says, love the latest blue chip episode, Coffee Fund. Appreciate you, man. All right, that's the first name I saw and I called out your slightly your government name. I'm going to get over to PayPal, but as you see, PayPal be bugging, man. They're trying to security challenge me every time I uh, click on. Come on, man. Did, did, did I get it right? I didn't get it right again. All right, I'm going to have to come back to PayPal. Now they want me to do a damn fire hydrant. What in the? Oh, shit. All right, come, come on, man. This is buzzer. I'm going to have to give PayPal the buzzer. Do a couple more super chats and we'll get on with the show. Okay. We'll get on with the show. A couple more super chats. We got. We got Phil in. He says, yo, coach, watching from Australia, mate. Free agent lifestyle, mate. All right, wait, wait till you see what the old jolly old England has for you over there, mate. All right, shout out to you from Australia. Vegan money. I've noticed very few women working out at the gym during the day. Always flooded with women during peak hours. Also, rarely see sisters in the gym. That could be an entire show. Sisters do not work out. I mean, that is just the whole thing, man. Sisters need to work out. But 
Um, I think women are on a regular schedule. So if you see them during peak hours, it's because they're programmed to have punch in, punch in, punch in, punch out jobs, like right nine to five. So you're going to see them right in the morning. You're never going to see them midday except for a couple of soccer moms, but even they have their things. And then you're going to see them in peak hours at night, normally at night once they get off their job. So that's kind of how women operate. They rarely are any uh, entrepreneurial where they can just pop in and at 11 o'clock. There's not that many women. There's some out there, but not that many. They all got to go to their cubicle after 7.30. They be on the mad rush. And why don't sisters work out? Listen, I have a mom, you know what I mean? And I've always had this discussion. And women, uh, unfortunately, sisters have an issue with their hair. With their hair, that, that is their number one thing. I mean, that's their biggest insecurity is their hair. And uh, it's all, it's matter of fact, it's all women's insecurity. As a matter of fact, the most, the, the most common phrase that a woman uses is my hair. Okay. And they continue there. So uh, they use this phrase almost every day, my hair. Now it could be in the middle of the sentence. It can be in the beginning of the sentence, but a woman's hair is her crown. This is what my mother used to tell me. Well, a woman's hair is her, her crown. And p- depending on their hair, that's her, their day goes that way, right? I have a bad hair day. Have you ever heard a woman say, I have a bad hair day? Their hair doesn't cooperate and they're pissed off, right? They are ready to go somewhere and their hair doesn't cooperate. They pissed off for the rest of the day. And so unfortunately for sisters, if no matter if they are wearing a natural, if they're wearing a Tony Braxton short hair pixie cut, if they're wearing a weave, if they wear their hair is going to get messed up. They can't swim. They can't do, do they, they, they're stuck with the hair thing. And that's where it starts. And that's where it stops. If their hair is going to be messed up, they ain't doing nothing. Plus, they can't wash their hair plenty, like many times. Like white girls will be like, I'm washing my hair. They be washing their hair every night, every other night. Sisters can't do that. Sisters cannot wash their hair like that, you know, because they start a sweating. You ever go up once close to a sister and you put your nose, you'd be like, oh, I'm going to stop dating white girls. I'm going to date sisters. And then you go up to the sister and be like, let me smell your hair. And she'd be like, uh, and then you smell it. You'd be like, damn, girl, what in the world? What? I haven't showered in three days and I smell like a bag of onions. Is any of this turning you off? Nothing. It smells nasty. It's nasty under there. I mean, under all of the weave, you know, because if they have a weave, they can't wash their hair. They can't wash it. If they got a relaxer, they can't wash it. They got a perm, can't wash. <laughs> be smelling funky under there. They lay on your pillowcase. The next day, you smell on that pillowcase, you like, yo. Anyway, this is, listen, I'm giving you an explanation and I have to make it sound funny. I'm not dissing sisters, but what I'm telling you is that's why they don't work out. That's why the majority of them don't work out. I think that one girl, Nicole Ari Parker, developed a little headband or a scarf as to a means to keep the sweat out of the weave. Mm. (laughs) Right? She developed a little scarf, so they were like, sisters, you need to work out. Put this scarf on so your weave don't get funky. Am I tripping or no? All right, anyway, I'm just trying to explain things for people to understand. You can be pissed off if you want. <laughs> All right, I got I to gotta stop. I got to stop. Wait, who's on mute? Where's, oh, I got my mouse trying to get to the wrong damn screen. This is crazy. All right, all right, hold on for a second. 
5017. Coach, do you think Women King is an attack on us? Uh, not necessarily, but it's just more more propaganda to, to capitalize on the female consumer. Number one thing when it comes to anything, follow the money. Or what does this lead to financially? So we may we can very much sum it up and say this is attack on mas- masculinity, and you would be right or somewhat right. However, this is all about getting mon- women to the theater and them spending money. That's all it is. And when when consumers when when um when you think when you listen when you understand that these companies are just trying to get women to spend their money and part ways with it, that's all it is. Okay, and they're slaves. <laughs> They're slaves to their emotions. They're slaves to good stories. They're slaves to uh, now. The problem is when they spend the money and they watch the propaganda, then they come back out attacking us. That's going to be the problem. Then they come out there. See, we was in the the homie tribe and we was the kings and queens. All right. Well, then they come out major league influenced in with a distorted view of history, and then they start coming back on us. Now that's the negative about it. It would be. It would be one thing for them to go in there and, and realize it's just entertainment and they're misleading you. But the propaganda part of it is once they part ways with their money, they get a double whammy and then we get hit again because these women start coming out acting stupid. All right. And you're like, yo, chill, chill out. All right. Anyway, uh, let's see. Let me do one more. By the way, the emasculation of the black male is a thing. All right. And so when you see it, those will be the first men who would be completely emasculated. But I don't want to leave out the white brothers. Your whole culture is emasculation of the male at this particular point. Right. Like you can't be a white dude and just be like, I'm blue. I'm red pill and MGTOW. I mean, you're the biggest affront to society at that point. You're public enemy number one. Nicholas N says, uh, when I found the Crimson Capsule, nothing is the same. I'm laughing with the movies and the songs, et cetera. Free agent for life. All the best from Grease Coach. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, so the emasculation of the black male has been always a thing. So, um, and, and, and even when you think they're making you masculine, you're still emasculated. Like hip-hop culture. You look at it, and I love hip- my hip-hop artists that are following me. But hip-hop culture, when you look at it down the line, it was more about emasculating yourself than it was about making yourself more masculine. It's weird. It's a weird thing. It's a hard study. I don't know, man. People are like, what do you mean by that? Listen, I've already talked about it, so I got to get on with the show. Maybe we can talk about it next week. But we're going to have fun today. Hey, would you help this lady carry this up the stairs? Let's go ahead and show you a video. I want to show you this video. Um, I'm going to show you this video. Let's see if I can show it. Here it is on Twitter. Here it is right here. Uh, This dude put in this Twitter post. It said right here, his name is Xerxes, Xerxes, a Persian cowboy. And he put, why are none of these dudes, wait, why are none of these dudes standing around offering to help her? So it looks like, I don't know if this is planned, if this is a troll, or if this guy saw something weird like this. This could happen in New York, where she had to go to Best Buy, and the only thing the dude, she didn't have no car, no truck, so she had to this on the subway and somebody filmed her i don't know who's filming her but there's a woman coming up the stairs with this uh with this washing machine it looks like uh looks like a fr- either a front loading dryer or a washing machine can't tell uh but she seems to be smiling uh, a couple of new york this is th- how new york can you be right here this is definitely some new york ish and uh the guy says why are no men 
Or why are men just standing around not helping her? Well, here's the problem, ladies and gentlemen. This has to be a dryer because the, the washer is way heavier. The washer is way heavier. This appears to be a front-loading dryer. But in our culture, we have been trained and indoctrinated that women are strong and independent. And as a matter of fact, she's handling it pretty well. I mean, she's doing pretty well. She stumbled once, but she's got momentum and uh, she's pretty strong. So she's doing she's doing very well. As a matter of fact, there would be probably a lot of the weak men who couldn't do it. <laughs> he said the cat washer. But men have been trained in this. Remember the whole don't hold the door open for me type of thing. All right. I can do it. Like if I went up to help her mid midway, halfway up the stairs, she probably swing the dryer towards me. Or this washer, she tried to swing it towards me like, I can do it. Don't help me. Or it could be some sort of assault or it could be something that you might lose your job trying to help this. It was the open box special at Best Buy. Absolutely. Uh, she didn't have a place to deliver. We're going to put a poll up. Would you help this woman? Would you help? Stop. Let me see. Would you stop what you were doing? Miss your train. Would you stop to help this woman? All right, and um, we'll go ahead and ask the community. But we've been also trained women are equal. Women are just as strong to do anything they want. I'm, I'm more offended as to why he suggests why men should stop what they are doing to help her. Now, she could have asked for help in the video. We can't tell if she did stop and ask for help. She seems to be pretty determined to get it up the stairs by herself. But... Why is it that men must stop what they're doing to help in 2022? I'm actually confused. And here it is right here. Xerxes says in response, y'all think they're afraid of being accused of chauvinism? What world do people live in? I'm asking what world do people live in? I saw a comment on one of my recent videos. There was a guy said, I didn't realize men were having that much trouble with the ladies. And that was typical blackmail response to that's basically said, I'm a player. I'm winning out here and you guys are losing. That's that whole mindset. OK, uh, what y'all having problems with the lady? Yeah, the family court's crazy, right? The family court's going crazy. Dudes are being disenfranchised all the time. Um, equality. move. There's a whole bunch of issues in society regarding women and men. All right. Kevin Samuels became a thing for that in regards to that. But here comes these people talking about, oh, you guys are having problems with the ladies. Same thing as this guy. What? You're going to be accused of chauvinism? Chauvinism? How? You missed the whole Me Too movement. You missed the whole uh, I'm strong and independent movement. You you missed the whole we're equal. You missed, you missed all of that, didn't you? All right. <laughs> you never at one point thought of that. No. And uh, let me read some of the comments related to this post because it got quite interesting. Uh, ABL says she's a strong and independent woman who don't need no man. Right? You don't need no man. And somebody says uh, she needs a dolly, but she's not smart enough to get a dolly. Um, somebody says, uh, this seems like a woman. I see a guy struggling with that, and I help. I know it's going to be okay. If it's a woman, you just don't know. And it appears to be this is a woman. He says, you could get a lot of grief over it. So unless the woman asks, screw it, equality or whatever, now, it looks like a woman in the icon, but I, I can't really tell. But, yeah, they're saying if it's a guy, you might say, hey, man, hey, bro, you need some help. And the dude is, ah, nah, I got it, bro. And there would be nothing after that. He wouldn't stop and say, how dare you? 
He wouldn't stop and say, you're you're disenfranchising me. Stop with your patriarchy. The guy would just be like, nah, I got it, bro. Or yeah, man, hey, pick up this end. And that would be the end of it. You get it up to the stairs and that'd be the end of it. But, but with a woman, she's going to bring in all of these historical pasts of her past trauma and her future depression issues. And she's going to heap them on you. It says right here, Dwayne, who has a woman in his thing, he says, isn't that what Hollywood is uh, has been telling women? That they don't need no man. Slay queen, and that's both genders are equal. He says, well, they can deal with it. And then another guy says, because it's a woman's job to handle the laundry, duh. <laughs> oh, man. How about that one? Another guy says, it is shocking that no one is pointing out you cannot carry a real washing machine like that up the stairs. It's a heavy box. Well, I pointed that out. A few have pointed out the camera guy. I said it was a dryer. That's why I came to the conclusion. Sometimes you can have, I have a front-loading dryer. My dryer's front-loading. Uh, dryers are way much lighter than a washing machine, but it could have been a setup. Who knows? It says right here, it looks like she's in a city, so likely overrun by feminists. This is what they wanted. Helping her is supporting the patriarchy they they despise. Okay, yeah, washing machine ain't going up. Wash, I ain't carrying no washing machine up like that. A dryer, yeah. Okay, <laughs> somebody said it's cardboard. A front-loading washing machine weighs about 200 pounds. The strongest man in the world would struggle with this going up the stairs. It's clearly fake. That's why I went with the dryer. Anyway, uh, let's see here. Or it could be fake. Let's see here. Let me do one more. It says, because they know that if they did, wait, if they did, there was a pretty good chance that it would uh, just cause issues if they tried to help. And those issues would be brought up by that woman. So they just ignore it. That's kind of the problem when you're dealing with women in the middle of stressful situations. If they're in a stressful situation, it's the best to just avoid them, right? Just walk away. Just go about what you're doing because typically they don't handle stress very well. And you never know how they're going to respond or snap out, right? Uh, a man also, you know, men have trouble handling stress as well. And they're either going to knock you out or, you know what I mean? to be like, ask for help, help me. But sometimes a woman's past issues come up. So depending on what man, it could be a man that did something to her past and you look like that guy. You walk up to her, oh, F the patriarchy and you look like the nice ninja that. And you're like, oh, my Lord. You're like, God damn. Like, you don't want to be like, you like, damn, they chill, relax, relax. I'm just trying to help you get this up the stairs. It ain't that serious. So they, this is what they do to you. It's always kind of like that. You don't know how they're going to lash out. They're like a cat trapped in the corner, right? When you trap a cat in the corner, the cat could just hover and shiver or the cat could just go out and uh, attack you. So you don't know what she's going to do. And a lot of people are realizing that. So when a woman's in a traumatic situation, people are saying, why don't they help? Well, <laughs> a whole bunch of stuff can happen if I offer the help. If I offer the help, you don't know. It's, it's almost impossible for you to understand what's going to happen. So I say, I say, don't help. That's just my opinion on it. Unless it's your mother or your daughter or your sister, I say don't help them. And that's been my stance going forward. That's been my stance going forward in life. Mother, daughter, sister. That's it. If it ain't yours. And, you know, people are like, why did you come to that conclusion? Well, listen, if you're in, if you're always in some sort of problems and I got to stop what I'm doing for every woman that runs into a problem, well, you need a man with you. 
right? You need a man to be walking or escorting you around. And I'm not your man. I get no reward. And if you have a boyfriend, I, this, this is too much. All right, 98, 90% said they would not help the woman in this situation, um, despite the fact that it might have been recorded or trolling. No one helped. So there you go, 90%, 90% to 10. Wow. All right, thanks for uh, taking the poll. I'm going to end it right there. It was 91 for a, for a minute. Yeah, her boyfriend should be helping. Her dad should be helping. If, if she went to Best Buy, let's just say it's a real video. If she went to Best Buy and got that damn washing machine and she took it on the sub, that's her That's her jazz. And she didn't take nobody with her. That's your jazz. But again, she didn't even look like she was struggling with it. She acted like she did. I mean, she looked like she was doing fine, which is another question. Why should a man stop the help when she looked like she was handling it? That big, that's the biggest question right there. Why are men helping her? She looks like she's doing okay to me. Why do I need to stop to help her? That's the big question. All right, here we go. Let's go to PayPal and then we'll go to uh, 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 Super Chats. Moose Hefner's here. Moose Hefner here, coach. He says, I was listening to the Wu-Tang song, Kareem, and the lyric says, mom's bounced on old man. So then she moved to Shaolin. Shaolin. Mom's bounced on old man. Why she bounced on old man? He left us. So now you have to move to Shaolin Island. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and who is the old man? Why the man always the old man? And was he an old man? Was he the junior college? Dude, I was just, never mind. I ain't going to bring that up. Shout out to Ottoman. He says, I use your principles to evaluate women in my workplace. And the results are scary. The results are scary. Gosh, the workplace women, workplace women. Who works at a workplace with women? I always get these messages from women. But what about when the woman makes more than the man? I'd be like, okay, where is that at? First of all, I know where it is. It's in the community. We already know this. <laughs> we talk about the community where, yes, there's many women that make more than men. But it ain't by leaps and bounds. It's not like. 75,000 to 25k. It's not like that. It's like slightly more. Where the average, but even when you do averages, black men make more than women. I mean, but so, but when you go in and you, and you go, all right, there's a, there's likelihood that in some cities, 70% of the black women make more than um or a good percentage. I won't give a number. But yeah, there's going to be situations and then if they partner, they're going to partner with someone that makes less money. Highly likely he's still not going to screw her over other than she paid some bills and she starts coming back and saying he paid, he needs to pay her back for all the things that she loaned him. There's going to be those situations. All right, but he's not going to take her to court and screw her over and take custody of the kids. And she's going to be paying child support. That's not going to happen. She'll still run off with the kids. It's not like she's going to go to court and they're going to be like, all right, we're going to take her child support money, give it to him. He's going to get custody five, six days a week, and she's going to get visitations. What are we talking about? <laughs> it's like, dude, that, and but I don't know. No government name, please. I got you, brother. You used to give your government name out, but anyway. He says, when I'm 65, I full... Oh, there's this YouTube video, when I'm 65, a full documentary fast forward to the 47, 37 mark. It resonates with the topic today. 
Uh-huh. Is it a woman when I'm 65? I can't pull it up midstream because then it really gets me off. Wait, pause. It really gets me off. Off off schedule. AD Austin, women are going crazy these days. Every other day we hear about a new woman deleting her kids or just being a menace to the public. It's crazy and it's getting worse and it's going to get worse. It's going to get worse because we haven't even gotten to the evictions and the real financial uh, strain of the recession and it's going to get worse. But the ultimate bailout and excuse that they'll make for this is mental health. Mental health. So just understand that that's always going to be the wriggle out. And that's where accountability comes in. They're always going to say, oh, she was mental health and she was being evicted. And that's going to be always the bailout. And I've warned you people about this, that they're going to use that as a bailout. Stop it with this mental health thing. Let's start holding people accountable. But when people need to be held accountable, they can wriggle out. And we've already set up a culture where we could just wriggle out. Oh, yes. Okay, mental health. Like that happened a couple of articles I showed you, and they just traced it right on back. Uh, the girl, the woman that went and sped, crashed into everybody and killed uh, killed six people, mental health, and she blanked out, and she was going through a breakup. Okay, the woman that deleted her three kids, mental health. There was a white woman that recently did something uh, despicable, and it was like, oh, mental health. Oh, she deleted herself, and they were like, oh, she was, oh, yeah, it was the news anchor from Wisconsin. Oh, she was suffering from mental health. Yes, we need some mental health issues uh, corrected, but that can't be the bailout for everybody. <laughs> it's like, wow. Can we start throwing some people in jail? Shit. Greaseman, Texas, unlike Roland Martin two-stepping and dancing for Master and Hillary Clinton for busted for buttermilk biscuits a few years ago, I continue to tap dance like Gregory Hines. Just stay far away from the hood rat community as possible. I enjoy living out in this rural central Texas. Don't give away your location, by the way. Where weaves and fake lashes don't exist. Shit, dude, I would love to do that. That was always my goal. Texas has always been on my mind, but I wanted a ranch. Like a J.R. Ewing, the Ewing Ranch. What was the name of that ranch? I think it was called South Fork. That's what I wanted. I want to be away from everybody's ass. All right, no straggles. No, nothing. I don't deal with that. I don't deal with that mindset. Last one, Delta Fox, your lesbian fan here. I'm brown and I work out. Shout out to you. She must have a natural. She said, I had a scholarship in college for Olympic lifting and I started powerlifting after college and I shedded the weight off and now I run five and 10 Ks. I'm an outlier. All my fit friends are white people and brothers. He says, no black women, even dating sisters. All of them have been out of shape. Well, the problem now is, and congratulations for your, your history there. The problem is then men settle for out-of-shape women, and you guys called it thick. And I'm like, that's not thick. We need to have a definition of thick because what these people are out of shape. They're not any way. I mean, listen, I love feminine fat, too. There's, there's, there's such, such thing, but then it's getting out of control. Did you see that little red-headed rapper from Bronx? She looking like Annie rapping. She looking like she dyslexic, like Cardi B, allegedly. And everything she raps, she just turn around and she twists, she twerks her booty. <laughs> I'm like, what are we doing? What's the name of that damn rapper? And I'm like, this is out of control. Like, are we just going like she got a fat ass? That's it. That's it. She looked like she looks like a damn raggedy Ann doll, though, in the face. I'm like, this is getting out of control. So the only thing we going to do is say, oh, she got a fatty. 
<laughs> she got a fatty, so that's all that matters. I'm like, we got to start putting some damn criterias on these people. And not only does she have a fatty, she um, she's young. She can't be older than 20. So obviously she going to be a fatty. By the time she's 25, she going to be a busted Pillsbury biscuit can. What's the name of that girl? Ice Spice. Let's pull her up. All right. Am I far, far back on Super Chats? Ice Spice. I'm like, dude, this is the dude. Hey, brother, y'all ninjas going to have to come up with more criteria. Let's look at her here. She looked like Annie. She looked like a Raggedy Ann doll. All right. And everybody's like, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, Ice Spice. Here it is right here. I got to pull it up. I'm like, dude, y'all don't have no standards at all. I mean, yes, she got a fat booty. I mean, they, oh, here it is right here. What do we do? What? I mean, yeah, that's nice. All right. But look at the poke. But the midsection, the poke. What? This is buddy. This is busted Pillsbury biscuit can at best. At best. Oh, I got to turn the volume down. Oh, look, she's rapping. She's like, all right, I don't know what to do. Oh, stick my butt out. Let me go to the bodega. Let me go to the bodega. I'm going to rap a few bars. Oh, that ain't working. Oh, Jesus. Who put this person out? This person, get, how old is this person? Man? This person is not even in. This is out of shape. This would, to me, to me, gentlemen. Yes, she's thick, but her butt is thick, but everything else is thick, too. She's going to shake in front of the, you're going to shake in front of the carbonated sodas. What are we doing? It, there's no criteria, only fat ass, huh? That's all we gonna book. That's the only criteria, bro. Y'all brothers got to start having standards. This this is an out of shape person, period. This this is not thick. This is out of shape. This is what this is, and I'm tired of people trying to argue me down on this. You just like flat backed it. No, I like people at least in some sort of shape. You have to have a little bit of shape. Be in shape a little bit. But everybody in the comment, oh, man, she a baddie. She a baddie. She thick, and she got that monster booty. I'm tired. They look, when, when all else, what are we? I can't, I can't with you people. I can't. She out of shape at 20. How old is Ice Spice? Just imagine where she's going to be in three years. <laughs> like, shape-wise. Yeah, she's a little fetish item. She, she definitely is a fetish item. If you just had it, she's 22. She gonna be busted by in three years for sure. Mm. 22. Um, I'm trying to get people to see where I'm coming from on this one. She's 22. She'll be by 25, she'll be shaped like SpongeBob SquarePants right here. Boom. Like that with skinny legs. <laughs> Anyway, this is called this is called standards. Sure, I, I, anybody would sleep with her for sure. I mean, she's not unsleepable with. She's sleepable. She's definitely sleepable, but you're just going to throw anything out there. Anyway. <laughs> What's her name, Munch? Oh, my goodness. Anyway, Leonardo DiCaprio dating a single mammy, I said. Is Leonardo DiCaprio dating a single mammy? Well, let's take a look here. You guys know about the Leonardo DiCaprio 
girlfriend chart. He has never had a girlfriend past the age of 25. Well, allegedly, he's busted that with his recent luffling with Gigi Hadid. So technically, she's a model, all right? So she fits the criteria. If you guys don't know who Gigi Hadid is, she's a model, all right? There she is in her potty face, pouty face, uh, you know, galore, galore. I'm sure she was 22 when she took that picture herself. And so she's glammed up, hair pushed forward, pouty face, mascara, and so forth and so on. All right. Um, but uh, Gigi Hadid herself has quite the love romantic history. And we're just going to go over it real quick. We're going to go over the. No, I think Bella Hadid was the weekend's girlfriend. Gigi Hadid is another one. Okay. I think that's Gigi and Bella's sister. Bella Hadid was, I think, with The weekend. All right, so uh, there she is right there. Uh, if you look at the picture between this photo, this photo, and then after her baby, and then at, with a little bit more age, you can see there's a quite a difference there. That's quite a difference. Well, let's go in here, right here. Gigi Hadid's dating history includes a lot, a lot of famous faces. Mm. What do you mean a lot? Okay, let's go down here. She's got a lot. We'll just look at the pictures. Here's Gigi Hadid with a person named Cody Simpson. They dated on and off for two years, but eventually called it quits. This is in 2015 when I think uh, definitely she's going to be probably 19 at this point. But as you can see, typically this is what would happen. I don't know who this person is, this male, but he must have status. But this is the difference between a uh, a male and a female at the same age early late teens early 20s the woman's gonna look a little bit more mature when she puts on a dress and makeup and the boy the young boy the young male is gonna look not as mature it's gonna look like a mismatch but in her world they're a match until she gets like 2021 and she's like oh hell no so this is a puppy love type of thing here they're similar age but she's starting to outrace him in biology the only reason he's there because he has some sort of status. I don't know who he is, and I'm not trying to diss him. Uh, but let's go to the next one. Then she levels up, level up, level up, level up. Uh, this man, this man name is Lewis Hamilton. He is the driver, professional racer of the Formula One persuasion. Uh, Lewis, I don't know what's going on with this photo here, by the way. I don't know to explain this. I don't have any explanation of what's going on here, but it looks a little sugary. Looks just a little sugary, and it's from head to toe. It's not just the hair. It's not just the earrings and the nose ring. It's the lip glop. It's the mascara. It's the trimmed up eyebrow. I trim my eyebrows up, but and it's this blouse and turtleneck. I don't want to diss Lewis because I think, you know, people like Lewis Hamilton. But this does look sugary right here. This look, this lip glop. I can't, I can't take it. <laughs> this, this lip glop ain't working, bro. You looking like never mind. This sweater ain't doing it either, man. Who, who put, was this at New York Fashion Week? Who put your hair like this? Okay, goodness, Lewis Hamilton. All right, so Lewis Hamilton was cracking that back. All right, cracking Gigi Hadid. Oh, there she is again, looking young again. All right, hello. This is this is Gigi Hadid's baby daddy right here. All right, is he Persian? This is Gigi Hadid's baby daddy. And I think Gigi Hadid is Persian too. 
Like she's half something. So uh, she looks like a white girl, but she's not. All right. Uh, oh, that's Joe Jonas. That ain't her baby daddy. That's not her baby daddy. Uh, Joe Jonas. Joe Jonas were super cute couple for five months before breaking up. So he cracked her back. She's Iranian. He, she's from Iran. <laughs> so this Joe Jonas, you can see she has a type. All right. Um, here she is with Tyler Cameron. He even escorted her and her grandmother to the funeral. Okay, they have a strong collection short-lived. I can't really see him. She got more. Boy, she's been ran through more time than the Holland Tunnel. All right, here she is. This is her baby daddy right here. This is her baby daddy. And his name is Zane Malik. Forgive me, my pop culture's not that good. Did Drake smash too? All right, did Drake smash? So she's, she's from Iran. Iran. It's not Iran. It's not Italy. Italy. It's Italy. Iran. As far as I know. Okay, here we go. Uh, Gigi and Z Zane. Is it? I don't even know what it's called. They 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 got together, and she had a baby out of wedlock. She had a baby out of wedlock with this dude. And there goes Leo following up, being the step dummy. Hey Leo, if I see your monkey behind out here with that baby. And carrying that baby, you don't you're gonna take an L, man. We're gonna have to give your ass the L. We're gonna have to give your ass a fat L. You've been doing well. You see your boys going down, Brad Pitt going down. All right, you see all your boys ending up in flames. If I see you escorting Gigi Hadid and her baby, it's over for you, bro. Now, the thing is, he's out of even uh, Leo's age range, but he's aging up. So a lot of times, you know, you don't want to deal with 25, 24, 23 year olds anymore. And she's 27 years old. She is Gigi Hadid, though. It's not like he picked a stepmommy from Newport Beach. So he did pick a fashion model. She's not what she used to be. But if he marries Gigi Hadid, let's just say Leo takes that L and goes to Gigi. That right there is going to be the end of Leo. He actually going to decapitate himself, and he's going to become a step dummy. He might put a baby in her. She might baby trap him. She's been known to baby trap. She's been known to baby trap. She trapped this dude right here, Zane Malik or Malik. Let me see here. It says right here they got back together uh, before announcing they were expecting a baby. Yep, she got a baby. This is an L. I think this is an L for Leo Leonardo DiCaprio. I mean, listen, he it might be a fling. Uh, apparently, apparently, they're just. Uh, let me see here where it is. What do I have here? A, a, a second source noted that they are having a good time together, and Leo's very attracted to Gigi. I crack her flat back. She's not exactly my type, but I ain't gonna turn it down. I I let her come through. All this comes after Leonardo broke up with their part his partner of four years, Camila last month and she hit 25 and he broke up and the reason probably why he broke up is because Gigi said come on through all right she a little too skinny for me all right she she's a little too skinny but I folded up I mean listen I've done way worse in my life I have way worse women in my life so it's not like I'm not going to crack Gigi's back says Leo are, are dating and, and they're into each other that's fantastic all right what else 47 and 27, 20 year, all right, 20 year age difference. All right. Hey, um, think about this real quick. Think about this real quick. 
Uh, just think, man, this is going to ruin Leonardo DiCaprio's reputation from here on out if he continues with this stepdaddy stuff. Um, and if he does, that's just going to make more men go, you know what? I'll be a stepdaddy. And you'll be a stepdaddy to a woman way worse, way worse than um, Gigi Hadid. All right. Anyway, let me get to these super chats. All right. What am I doing here? What window am I on? We're going to get to the main event. It's going to be a short Friday show, I see. All right. What do we got here? Blue Baggins is in the building. Blue Baggins says BWs would rather be 250 pounds than get their hair a little sweaty. Give them the prices wrong. Yes. Sisters, what are y'all going to do about this? Y'all being challenged. Y'all being challenged by this. But there's nothing you can tell them. Their hair is very important. And not just black women, women in general, their hair is the most important thing going on. I want you to track this. This isn't sexist or misogynist. And I want you to do this as an experiment. Take one day. And like, say if you're at work, you're there with your rest of your ham and eggers. All these women are here. Track every time a woman references her hair in that day. They're all going to do it. And then let them know it without getting a sexual harassment charge. Let them know that you're tracking. They're like, hey, this is something I'm hearing. And then when they do it, they're going to go, oh, shit. You know, like, damn, I did it. It's always going to be some reference to their hair. Oh, my hair today. Oh, what am I going to do my hair? Oh, I got a hair appointment. Oh, I can't wait to do this to my hair. I'm thinking about getting hair extensions. I got hair extensions today. Oh, my hair is not acting. My hair is not acting right this morning. They're always going to reference their hair every single day, damn near two hours, every two hours. Every two hours, their hair is everything. That's going to be their most important thing. All right. It, it actually, a, a woman's hair. Yeah, the wig store. A woman's hair led to Will Smith slapping Chris Rock. See, this is how important it is. If it wasn't for her hair, Chris Rock doesn't get slapped. So it's the same. This is how important hair is. Will Smith was willing to flush his whole damn career down the toilet for a woman's hair. Crazy. All right. These are the things I recognize, the dynamics between genders. And I look at stuff, I go, wow. So their hair is the most important. If you attack her hair, if you say your hair is ugly, your hair is short, your hair is nappy, you got kitchen in the back of your neck, um, your hair a nappy. Remember, remember um, the dude said nappy-headed hoes? And he got fired. What was his name? It wasn't Tom Likas. It was um, Imus, Don Imus. He said nappy-headed hair, nappy-headed hoes, and that, that set the world on fire. It turned the world upside down. Nappy-headed hoes. It was the hair. It was the hair. This is how much, this is how important hair is. Where are we at here? Vent Do says, unmute me on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel, please. I don't know how you would have, well, I don't know how to do that live. I don't know how to do that live because then I would have to. Arthur DS1, shout out from London Coach. I'm about 20 streams behind, but we'll eventually catch up. Shout out to you, man. I know it's a lot to keep up with, even for myself. Innovator Jay says, uh, what's good, coach? Don't always agree with you, but I definitely always learn something. Salute. Thank you, man. That's it. It's not about it's not about agreeing with everybody, everything someone says, but hopefully you're at least entertained. E Massey says they can't wash their hair, just not the Asian women hair she is wearing. 
or they can't wash their hair, but not just wait, not just the Asian woman or the Indian woman where they're Asian too. Can they? But I've always thought that I've always thought that like if they're using something like keratin, if they're using something that's chemical that is straightened their hair, they certainly cannot wash it. It would immediately go back to curly. Now, just understand, she spent five hours in the salon to make her hair straight. So she's not washing that. <laughs> Even if it's a natural hair, if she has short hair and she straightened it out and it's a little bit longer now, as soon as she puts water to it, that was all goes away. So it's crazy. That's why they don't wash their hair because then whatever they spent to process the hair is going to be uh, wasted. Dry shampoo. Okay, yeah. Uh, shout out to uh, 5 Coach, the Passport Ninjas are wild in Aruba. Mm -mm. He says, I'm relaxing and clapping cheeks while they out there fighting and throwing money in the clubs. They bring in that same mentality. This is why I tell you, man. They bring in that same mentality down to these areas. So my man's in Aruba. He's seen the Passport. Not the Passport bros, but he's seen brothers go down there. And now they're in the higher economic echelon. And they're going out there acting stupid. Now, don't, Passport bros, don't get mad at me. He's seeing it. He's down there. But that's sad. You have an opportunity to go out there. I would go out there and act elite. When I have money, I act elite. I'd be like, mm-hmm, 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 bow down. All right, and then, or I act on the low. I ain't got nothing. Like, I'd be pinching pennies still, <laughs> like pinching pennies. But no, these dudes go down there and like, oh, man, you leave Atlanta. You go down there. Oh, I'm the man. <laughs> you act stupid. Don't do that. Why bring that down there? Oh, man, it's sad. Mr. Albert says, why aren't any women running over there to help her? That's actually a good question. Why? How come any women aren't running over there to help her? Rational irrationality, modern times. Eve is now Steve and Cain is Abel. What a world we live in now. Joseph Jones, CGA is Andrew Tate, but a lot nicer for the algorithm. Yes, indeed. I know how to do it. But Andrew Tate wasn't even mean. I think there was times where he, they would snip out something he said that was outlandishly said, right? Just for him to drive a point home. And they, the problem was he used it, but then they used it against him. All right. I don't know. I'm sure at some point they'll do it to me. He also says, Joseph Jones, monkey simp. He says, damn coach, she thick and got a pulse. Like, is there a, is there a thing like, could you have a fat booty in the fat tummy is okay with it that's what y'all be like man her booty's fat but i'll be like but her but her but her uh belly deli sticking out over the edge like that's not her belly deli she got booty do she got booty do like her booty stick out her stomach stick out more than her booty do but you don't see that as long as if if she's facing forward and you see her behind that's the only thickness that counts i mean i get it but that's stuff for the that's stuff for the private room. <laughs> that's stuff for the private room. Like if you like booty dudes, if you like booty dudes, have booty dudes, but don't try to convince me I'm missing out on booty dudes. Okay. Speaking of booty dudes, this time, man, because y'all ain't hitting that like button. Do me a favor, hit the like button. We got 50% on the on the channel, on the Notorious CGA channel, but also our 50% ratios look, uh, it looks like it's a little bit declining 
over here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. So you know what time it is. Speaking of booty do, it is time, gentlemen, hit the like button. Give me 50% ratio. We're getting a lot less ratio over here of viewers on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel, which is fine because most of the people have come over here on the channel over on the Notorious CGA channel. But it's okay. But it is time. Hit the like button. It gets me that some of y'all be scared of a little belly. Y'all, y'all see how scrum diddly on shit it look? Ooh, ooh, baby girl. Y'all scared of a little belly deli? Y'all scared of a little belly deli for what? Who told you be scared of that belly? Let it lose some. Let it, I know y'all see the football print. The football print go crazy. The football print go crazy. Come on. Parabola. Come on. Y equal X squared. Maybe cubed on some days. Yeah, man. Hey, so in, in some places, that's a standard. Y'all be like, that's that'll work. Oh, man. Lyle Pockets is buried that strong independent-ish in the damn casket. It is over. But they're going to still push the agenda. You're going to see it here in this next article. Your boy, Scoot, TGIF. Be ready to enjoy your Fridays, gentlemen. All right, and don't get into trouble. It's not a holiday weekend, but enjoy your weekend. XO Pro Services says, salute, Coach Gang. We back. Anthony Allen says, stay focused, men, no matter what. Thank you, Coach. Stay focused. It's a real deal, but it's some wins out here. The taskmaster is in the the taskmaster is in the building. I need help, CGA. A Mustang GT350 or the Camaro ZL1. I'm more leaning towards the Mustang. I'm a more of a Mustang than a Camaro guy, but I can see at times I don't like the back end of the Camaro. The Camaro, other than the back end, is nice to me. I mean, the everything's nice other than the back end. The Mustang tends to look better to me from front to back in comparison to the Camaro. That's just me, though. Uh, Performance-wise, I don't know. You ain't going to be bending no corners in no Camaro or a Mustang. You can in a Porsche, though. That's where I'm going to get your ass on the corners. You'd be like, man, let's race. I'm like, okay, let's get on the track where there's turns. <laughs> all right? Because I'm going to kick your ass on them turns. All right? Your shit going to be... <laughs> Uh, shout out to everybody, man. Get the electric Mustang. Oh, by the way, the Cor- Camaro. I mean, sorry, the Cam- isn't the Camaro going electric? <laughs> All right. I'm faster than yours. I'll be like, okay. You'll be like, I got that Hellcat. Okay, let's go. All right. Let's get on the spinny track. Let's get on the track track with hairpin t- hair turns. All right, I'm going to bust that ass. Skirt. I'm going to be like, skirt. Your stuff go fishtail. You're going to go into the damn desert trying to race me. All right, shout out to everybody. Uh, anyway. But straight away, man, we, we'll be cool. We'll be cool. Uh, anyway, shout out to y'all brothers. Where are you at? Uh, let's see here. Travis Cook says, I get, sorry, it gets more difficult for women to lose weight as they hit their late 20s and 30s. If she's pudgy at 22, it's already over. He says, ninjas don't care, though. Every brother's motto is white skin. I'm in. And it don't even matter what color skin they are, but for real. Uh, but I get it. I, I Listen, that's kind of either a fetish or a preference. However, I always tell you, don't get them thick. You know, let them grow thick. I think people want to get them thick. And then you, I, I'm trying to stick up for women on this one, right? Ladies, look, listen. You then have the nerve to put the woman down after you bust. And then you start calling her fat and telling her she got a fupa and why do you do that? Like you nutted on her. 
then you start calling her fat. All right. Call me Tito, coach. Just got done listening to the R&B episode while I was at my job. The commuter dod is a full of scent music, too. Can I get a Francisco? See, the problem is I don't understand it, so I really don't know how much scent music there is. But judging by Francisco, this is yeah if i can understand the music i would know but i know when i go to a mexican restaurant they all want to come around here and there's that one lady that mama Cita, that comes up and selling me flowers out of a damn green bucket no nah, i don't want no damn flowers get away from me all right she want to sell me some flowers and then the band want to come on there the mariachi want to come on there and they be like dip, dip. no i mean get away from us we're not on a romantic date I'm just trying to get to the third date so I can hit these skins. So stop pressuring me. We're not in love. I'm in lust. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Goodness. All right. I'm in lust. This is just date number two and a half, three. And I'm trying to just get them skins. All right. That's where we at. Get away from me with them damn flowers, Consuelo. And she'd be looking all sad. Like, I'm trying to feed my family. How much of them flowers? $20. You're like, damn. All right, now I can't order the flanta. All right, here's $20. No dessert. Kevin W. says the new Apple Watch has a new sensor that can help track ovulation. Don't get trapped, fellas. So if you have a girlfriend, put that sensor on there <laughs> so you can track her ovulation. She'd be like, slide on over. You're like, not today. Anyway. Where are we at here? Where are we at here? Okay, look, I got to get back to the show. All right, did I get everybody? I, I know I got a couple that I get. I, I got to catch up to, but we got to get back to the show here. Here's the lady right here. I am not mad that you teenagers don't find me hot. I understand that this is not the desirable body type in your age group, but in my age group, I'm decent. And in your dad's age group, I'm a fucking 10, baby. Wow. Boy, I tell you, man, anything goes. Anything goes. Just have a booty. Just have a booty. And, and listen, that's what it's supposed to be. But I think these booties are getting kind of oblong and oddly shaped. I mean, it's interesting. It's interesting with the dress on. I'm going to tell you, with that dress off, you're going to be like, mm, so functify. Some people look better with the clothes on. And this is not. This is this is they look better with the clothes on. With the clothes off, it's gonna look funny. <laughs> uh, let's get to this story. Oh, by, by the way, did you see that Governor DeSantis flew in 50 illegals, immigrants crossing the border, flew them into Martha's Vineyard, who voted 80% for Joe Biden and called Donald Trump a racist for his policy on immigration knowing full well there would never be no immigrants coming to Martha's Vineyard until government DeSantis pulled the okey-doke on them, and then they got the shuffling. Did you see them? They was like, well, we can't handle all these immigrants, and we have no housing for them. We have <laughs> Yo, how you shuffling? See, these people never thought they would be immigrants in their place. Let's name our city a sanctuary city. 
And DeSantis said, okay, we'll fly 50 people from across the border to go there. And then they got the shuffling. Again, yep, the NIMBYs. These are the NIMBYs that uh, our boy George Carlin talked to, talked about. Not in my backyard. That's a NIMBY. So it's all cool as long as it's happening in Texas, in Louisiana, and California, and Arizona. Oh, yeah, y'all handle it. Racism. Don't shut down the border. Don't build a wall. Now it's in your backyard, and they talking about um, shipping all of these illegal immigrants to Chicago and Illinois and Martha's Vineyard, and now they start shuffling. Now the racism come out, right? Mm. These people are full-on hypocrites. Full-on hypocrites. It's actually crazy. I love it. Yeah, they at Kamala. They went to Kamala House. They went to Kamala, uh, Kamala. Is it Kamala? They went to Kamala Harris' house knocking on the door. Donde esta? Muy bien. <laughs> Cara de pedo. Pinchy Gabron, they, they, they went down for the Kamala Harris house. <laughs> and Kamala's like, yo, man, hey, bro, get them damn illegals out of my damn. Now they illegal again. They don't belong here. Shoot, get away, get away. Go back to your own country. Now the racism come out. Straggling, sniggle, shuffling at best. I tell you, man, 2 million immigrants have come across the border and y'all need to stop saying Mexicans are coming across, okay? I tried to clear that up. It's Mexican. They're coming across the Mexican border. They're not all Mexican. They're coming from everywhere because they know you guys are so damn stupid. You're going to leave the border open because you don't want to be called racist. So everybody coming across, everybody from Cuba, Venezuela, Iran, every, they're coming from everywhere. They coming from everywhere. <laughs> People, terrorists coming through because they know you guys are so dumb. You like, you, you're trying to say, you're trying to say we're racist against Mexicans. And they got y'all stupid to open the border. So everybody coming through. China, they're coming through this. So I want you guys to realize this. And this is going to be my lesson for the day. Stop thinking it's just Mexicans coming across. Because it's not. It is not. Everybody's coming through. Everybody who's from anywhere around the world knows that that's the port of entry. That's the weakest point. Because you're contesting it and calling us racist against Mexicans. And it's not true. Everybody's coming through. Yeah, people from Africa, everybody's coming through that border. All they need to do from Cuba is take a boat over there from the in the Gulf of Mexico and then go through Venezuela, uh, Honduras <laughs> all the way through through the Mexican border. They go and walk. They'll do whatever they can to get through. It's a point of entry. What did I say, port? But it's a port of entry. Well, a point of, it's not a port. It's a point of entry. That's what I meant. So this is the whole thing about it. Y'all thinking about it. And yes, Mexicans are coming through, but it's not just them. It's everybody coming through. And they're going to drop their ass off here. And by the way, seeking arrangement about to be Liddy. Okay. Seeking arrangements about to be Liddy. Because I'm for sure about to pop off a couple of them Guatemalans and Honduras, them five foot one chicas. Come on through. Oh, I love that. I love, man, I'm going to tell you what. I'm going to tell you what, because <laughs> I didn't have me one. I had a chick from Honduras because she looks kind of, she had a very dark, dark skin, but she could, nobody would really mistake her as a black woman, but you know, people from Honduras, there's in parts of Mexico, there's a lot of Africans and blacks in that area, right? So she looks, she was very dark skin, very smooth, dark Latina skin, but, but was like, like a little past, a little past caramel. 
foldable, five foot one. She was a little chica, little chica. And she was young. She wasn't old. Once they get older, they don't be little no more. They be wide as they are tall. But little chica, little chica. Oh, my God. I used to fold her ass up like a love letter from the second grade. Oh, my Lord. But she had a little crazy in her, too. I was kind of like, she was wild. She was wild. Anyway. But welcome. Come on through. Come on through. Hey, bring them all over, man. Hey, look. <laughs> yeah, dark beige. She was that. Oh, actually, Ukrainians are coming through there, too. Oh, she was a nice little thing. Had some pretty feet, too. She had them pretty little feet. Oh, man, she was great. I left her ass in California, though, because she crazy. I won't tell her where I live now. He said, I'm creating jobs. Yeah, she was a little hot. She was a little hot. Like, I could tell. I was like, she's a little bit of a loose cannon. But I will enjoy. All right, so let's do the last story, and then we'll finish up with the Super Chats. Uh, they're pushing the career narrative again. I don't know if you guys know. Economically, we don't have enough jobs for these people to be pushing this ideology again. Um, and they're trying to push it down the throats because they need more slaves. They need more workers. Some people are doing the quiet quitting, right? We know women are doing the quiet quitting, um, at least Generation Z women. And um, like women are not working in these career fields anymore. They're not doing this anymore, right? They're not doing this anymore. So I could focus on my career. And when I say they're not doing it, I'm saying on a grand level. Like you can't get a 24-year-old, 25-year-old woman to commit to 20, 30 years of working. Not, not really. Not You can't do it generally. But there's going to be a fall off. There's some women that say, I'm going to just shake my butt on Instagram. Forget all that. I can just join, a, I could just create an OnlyFans. I can go on Twitch. I can do on Twitch and uh, cheat the system because they're not going to rain down on sexual content on Twitch as much as they're going to do rain down on you for saying, you know, misogynist content. They're going to delete you, but they're going to let these women. There was a woman that was having full on intercourse on Twitch. Twitch is the most sensitive platform there is right now, other than Facebook. And the woman had intercourse. They suspended her and they gave her her platform back. I can't even go on Twitch with the content that I make. They delete me. So young women and women in general are going, it's much easier to just shake my butt and my tail feather. But there are some women that are still working. And they're pushing this narrative. Women, are, women who stay single and don't have kids are getting richer. Yeah, but they're not starting businesses. They're not creating businesses. They're taxed at a higher rate. They're not happy. One person actually tried to tell us about the video of uh, the 65-year-old woman who comes to the epiphany. Damn, I messed up. Because she has no grandkids. She has no legacy. She has no nothing to lean back on. And she has nobody to care for her in the future. So she'll realize that, but it'll be too late. And they'll be led her down the path of, We've already we've already figured this out, but no, here here they are again. This is business newsweek pushing this bullshit. It's absolutely insane. Let me read the article. Forgoing marriage and parenthood has a bigger payoff for American women than men, according to new research. And then they hit 45. And then what? <laughs> what? So I could focus on my career. The woman that did the sex in the city lifestyle came to this conclusion and she said, Well. I'd rather not have had the career and money that I had. I'd rather just have had the kids. But it's too late. 
See, men, it's never late for us. It's never too late. But for women, the problem is it's too late. You're always going to hit the too late button. Oh, shit. Well, you can't change course. If I'm 65 and I go, damn, I missed having kids. I can go have some kids. I can go down to Honduras and find me one of those foldable five foot one girls and then say, I'm going to just knock you up. Skeet, skeet. And you can have about five, 50, 11 kids in a matter of moments. All you got to do is look at her and she's pregnant. So I can always go back to what it would be like to have kids. I can always come back. They cannot. And this is where I'm saying they're cornering them there. And here's a strong, happy, independent 40 plus year old woman. She got gremlin feet and all of that. Veins all sticking out in her feet. All right, she looked like a walking gremlin. Hold on for a second. Let me show you what she looked like. <laughs> Let's show you what she looked like. Let me see here. And I'm being nice to her. Let's pull her up. Yeah, this about it. This 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 is this is what she looked like essentially. Okay. This is this is what she looked like. Here we go. She got her varicose veins sticking out. Let's see. Let me compare the two. Let's go back. You see that? Is there any different? This looked just about the same. Right there. I mean, she's she's not that ugly. Man, my phone blowing up for some reason. Who looking for me? All right. Anyway, let's read the article here. Uh, Ashley Marrero, Marrero, Ashley Marrero isn't married and doesn't have kids. And she has a message for women just like her. You can still have it all. So I can focus on my career. The 43 year old, 43. She says 43. I beg to differ. Feels a deep sense of satisfaction from her job as a sales rep for a maker of medical devices. Isn't that always their jobs? He says, which brings her into contact with patients. And she relishes all of the lifestyle and financial freedoms that comes with being single, child-free women or a woman in a well-paying job. That includes an apartment in New York City. She probably paid $4,000 a month in that city. A new beach house on the Jersey Shore. Well, you do you, baby. And frequent travels for pleasure as well as work. So she's going to be that 60-year-old granny looking for love for the island boys. Okay, listen, That if that floats your boat, that floats your boat. Uh-oh, I love my life and feel very fulfilled. I love my life, meep. I feel very fulfilled. Mark! <laughs> Mark, this is a fabulous life. Mark, I feel very fulfilled and I'm happy. Mark, I'm not happy. <laughs> says Marrero, who froze her eggs. I knew that was in there. I knew that was coming. I knew it was coming. Who froze her eggs in 2018 to keep her options open? Oh, options. Bruh. Okay, let's go back. <laughs> okay, let, let me go back and look at this one more again. She's 43 in 2022. She froze her eggs uh, four years ago at the age of 39. That would be too late. I love children and I love my all of my friends' children, but I don't know if I would love my life with children, which is okay. I'm not telling her to have children. And here it is. The median U.S. family wealth, single men, 
with children, single men with children, single men with children, is that 50, uh, 59K. And single women with children, 7K. Versus single women with children, 65K. But single men with children, without children, 57K. So they're saying the richest cohort here of of is single women without children versus single men with children. You're richer than all of these people here combined. Now, this doesn't include married people. This doesn't include married people. I would interested to see here. I'm sure for the women, it would be less, but for the men, it would be more, but he doesn't take home. He doesn't keep more. He just has to use more for the family. You see, they're using statistics here. Marrero belongs to the growing cohort of women cohort of women who are putting off motherhood and foregoing or foregoing it entirely. As a result, many are advancing further in their careers. So I could focus on my career. Then the prior generations and entering a new frontier of wealth. Wealth? <laughs> Wait a minute. Single women without kids have an average of $65,000 in wealth. Wealth? Jesus. <laughs> In 2019, compared to $57,000 for single, child-free men, they're calling this wealth. <laughs> this is wealth. 65K is wealth. Now, this might, let's say for you, you make 25K. Yeah, 65K definitely is going to put you in a better position, but 65K is not wealth. All right, and then what? Who are you going to give it to? Your Your nieces? Your Mrs. Forever aunt. This is absolutely insane, bro. This is insane. You see this push in there, pushing this narrative? This is according to, to the new research from the Federal Reserve Bank of St. Louis. Mm. <sighs> you guys are so moronic. Of course, we're going to follow the Federal Reserve Bank of, of St. Louis. New, 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 new world order. For single mothers, that figure was only $7,000. Okay. That's what they earned on their job. Parenthood was, wait, parenthood was losing its appeal even before C-19 and that hardship brought on by the pandemic appears to have accelerated the trend. Of course, a Pew Research Center study last year found that 44% of Americans aged 18 to 49 who don't have kids say it's not too likely or not at all likely that they will procreate someday on average 7% point. Uh, an increasing average of 7%. Uh, listen, it's it's harder to raise kids right now. It's more expensive. The U.S. birth rate has been falling for the past 30 years here. Yep. New, 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 new As people order. get married later in life, <laughs> they got to freeze their eggs and put off having children. Yeah. Right here. And that's you. Late 20s, early 30s. And then they got to do a Hail Mary. They don't find a good guy. And they're like, oh, there's no guys. These guys are reprehensible and despicable. Oh, man. You guys are mad. I tell you, I don't even know what to say about this article. It's so creepy. They're talking about the birth rate. This is for the lemming for sure. Okay, uh, they're talking about raising kids. It costs way more. Uh. And there's other costs to consider. Several studies have demonstrated that working women are the subject of the motherhood penalty. Mm. Either during pregnancy or after they give birth. In research prior to the pandemic, Julie Kashin, Kashin, director of women's econo economic justice at the Century Foundation, new, 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 new world a order. think tank 
pegged the size of the penalty at 15% annual income for each child under the age of five, with black and Latina mothers shouldering a higher burden than their white peers. It's racist now to have kids. There's a consequence for your earnings of having kids. How about raising some damn kids? We're always talking about the money. The money doesn't matter at this point. What about these damn crazy ass kids who you got to check in to the hood with? The whole purpose of a woman's movement is to maximize choices for women so that every choice is a viable one. Income should not be a thing that that dictates that, which is a, totally that right now. But but the problem is that I think the ultimate problem is they're saying choice for women, but they're limiting women's choice. They're basically saying you're a dummy for having kids and raising them. So. They're maximizing the choices, but let's just say a 22-year-old woman, which is pretty young, but was the common age of a woman starting their first family because obviously biologically that would be the advantage. They don't have to freeze eggs. But a 22-year-old woman comes up and says, you know what? I don't want a career. So I could focus on my career. I want a family. And I'm going to marry this guy. He's 28. He seems like he had his head on straight. I want a family. Everybody in their mama bark is going to say, you're too young for that. Bark. Why don't you get your life stable and, and financially uh, prepared and bark? You can have your own house and car and career. Bark. You can have a quarter office. Bark. They're literally going to talk her out of that when biologically that would be her advantage. And then she would be cornered with the whole, well, now I started my career. Now I get the motherhood penalty of the 15% loss. Not only do I get the motherhood penalty, I never even get to see my kids because I got to pay for daycare. And then she doesn't get her house and car. She has to depend on the man and she's going to be a slave. That's what they would tell the young woman. They would actually talk her out of that choice. So it doesn't sound like a choice. It sounds like they're making a choice for her. And it's all based on this skewed data of you'll have more wealth. When there's not that much wealth, $65,000. 65K. Listen, I used to make 65K. It ain't that much money in the big picture. You're not buying houses in just about every major metropolitan area. You're not buying no damn house at 65K. I don't care where you talk about. Not in a Democratic-run city. 65K is not a long-term is not a win. All right, you're gonna she's gonna spend all that money up. That paycheck's gonna look like thirty five hundred dollars a month after taxes and all that shit. Okay, let me see here. Divided by twelve. Yeah, I mean it's fifty four hundred gross, but by the time they tax it and take all the money out, it's gonna be like thirty five k. I mean thirty five hundred, thirty five hundred dollars a month. It'd be like thirty five hundred dollars a month, minus your rent or mortgage, minus your 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 tennis shoes shopping, your your heel shopping, your makeup, your hair extensions. You out of money. You broke. <laughs> now, a lot of people don't even make 65K. But what I'm saying is as a single woman, 65K will go down fast. As a man, it's going to go down fast. But as a woman, that money is going to be gone. $3,500 a month. Let me see here. By the time you take out rent, let's average rent. The average rent in America is now over $2,000. Now, I know there's some places where it's less. 
but mostly a woman making 65K, they're going to be in a met metropolis that the average rent is going to be 200. I'm sorry, I get my money, $2,000 a month, 2,000. They're not going to make this in Midland, Texas. They ain't making 65K in Midland, Texas. They're not, okay? So she's down to $1,500. She's down to $1,500 on her rest of her paycheck. That's just after rent. Somebody said, y'all keep, y'all." he says, y'all keep crowning 65K. He says, take taxes and cost of living out, then you're broke. What? And this, what they're painting the picture of wealth. After you take rent out of that and taxes out of that, she got $1,500 to live on. Now, take away that Nissan Altima car payment to fix her credit. That $600 a month, $650 Nissan Altima out. She down to $850. We ain't even talked about hair did, no makeup, nothing. And this is, they're talking about single women. They're not talking about married women. They're talking about single women, no children. She down to 850 a month. She got to pay life insurance, health insurance. Yeah, the, well, the health insurance probably taken out as a benefit. So that's taken out. She got to pay car insurance, food, makeup, hair, clothes, hoes, clothes, car shoes. This is a pipe dream they're selling them right here. So 65K paired up with a man that makes 50K. Paired up with the man that makes 75K. Now she's winning. She's going to win that game. But now is she going to have kids with that guy and take the penalty? Oh, man. I tell you, this is the problem with this whole equation here. They should have put that in there. Let's see here. Let's see if they actually did. Okay. <sighs> Shit. Here it is right here. Th guys, boy, this is a plan right here. Uh, let me make this larger. It says Marrero, who was married for four years before getting divorced in 2008. You knew it was coming. She tried it. She's already a divorcee. She already then took somebody's ass to the court of public opinion in the people court. She tried it. And now she's a divorcee. She's not single. You're a divorcee. Enjoyed an, in, wait, enjoyed an enviable degree of financial independence. The West Village resident owns her own apartment, which she bought in 2019 for about $900,000 and then renovated. <sighs> Let me tell you what happened. <laughs> Can I tell you what happened? She divorced her husband and used that money as proceeds. <clears throat> she got that money from the divorce. She bought that with her husband's money. Everybody can see that. She met, she bought a $900,000 apartment building with her own money, $65,000 a year. Got to get my bag and run. <laughs> she bought that with the husband's money. Why are they lying? Why are they lying? They she didn't make she just probably making 65k now. <laughs> this is absolutely insane. Everybody can see it and that's why they pair that's why they paired those two together. They talked about her divorce, and then they talked about her buying her own apartment. They paired it together. How did you buy your own apartment making $60,000 a year? Oh, well, I got divorced. Uh-huh. Starter husband style. It says right here, and in June, she closed on her 
summer home in New Jersey. Boy, I guarantee you she married a rich guy. And they are closed together with their sister, who's a few years older and also single with no kids. So they both, they're both their daddies and mommies, uh, pride of the pride and joy. No kids, but they own property together. Ashley figures that she take she's taken 10 trips in the last 12 months, often with friends from a group of about 25 people who are largely unmarried and don't have children. Please tell me the husband's name and what his net worth is. I found this group so interesting and compelling and fascinating, said Anna Dixon, age 41. They're always in their 40s. They're never like 30. Who recently traveled to Napa Valley with Marrero and some of their friends. All of the people are smart, talented, put together, and they don't have kids. They're very independent, which is true. And this part is not false. You are definitely more freer without children, yes. And uh, she's a product manager at Google who has divorced herself. Oh, my Lord. This is just, man, please. They're not married. They, look, they're saying they're single, but these are divorcees taking trips and shit. <laughs> oh, my God. This is all misleading information. How they, well, we don't have no kids. We're single. We're out here making it and cracking all this money. We out here got the bag. I got money. But how do you have the bag? 65K a month ain't going to do it. How do you have the bag? Oh, I got divorced. From whom? Silicon Valley in New York. Let me take two guesses. Here's another divorcee touting the single and free lifestyle. Says right here, a product manager at Google who is divorced and now lives with her boyfriend of five years in Manhattan's Hell Kitch Hell's Kitchen. And I was like, I want that and I want to do all that. that. I don't know what type of quote that is. Of course, she lives with the boyfriend. I'm sure he pays the majority of the rent. The life of Marrero and Dixon have chosen does have its drawbacks. People who are single and child feet child free sorry pay more in taxes of course and housing is a lot harder to afford on one income than two very clear to figure out especially with home prices and rents at records high record highs and mortgage rates on the rise another worry for those without children is who's going to care for them in their older age now they're trying to make some sense for dixon the pluses of parenthood don't outweigh the minuses i like to travel Pick up and go wherever I want. I, listen, that's the free agent lifestyle. Yes, I get it. With uh, Says Dixon, who jaunts with her extended family and friends in the past year, have included Alaska and Anguilla. I'd rather, I'd rather regret not having kids than regret having them. Okay. As, as for Marrero, she's still paying the store. She's still paying to store her eggs in case she changes her mind. Well, when it comes when it comes to women, that's what they do. They always change their mind, and it's always Jermaine's fault. And it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. See, the problem with with women is like, I'm gonna do this, and then they change their mind, and then we all gotta scramble. We be like, oh, now we gotta, now we gotta figure out how to change our entire life because she changed her mind. But she's certain that even if she doesn't, she won't feel like she missed out. If you don't have children, it may or not be a choice, may or may not be a choice, she says. But that's something that we wait, but we sorry, but that should have nothing to do with your happiness. 
You can be so happy going this route. I'm not happy. Sorry for the mess up here. <laughs> all right. You can be so happy. I'm not happy. <laughs> all right. First of all, much of their success is due to much of their success is due to their divorce. Mm. Period. These are not single women. These are women who actually tried marriage, tried family, failed, got rich off their divorce, and now they got $65,000 a year. They're touting that they're going to be out here living the high life. It's, but they divorced the starter husband to get there. Absolutely distrustful, misleading journalism out there, pushing a narrative to women, selling them a dream when they needed the man's money to start the dream. It's very clear and apparent. Everybody can see it. So they're trying to tell you you're going to be happy, but you're not going to be happy because you don't have the riches of the starter husband to start off with. I'm not happy. All right, let's get to the super chats. <laughs> Where are we at? Hour and 39. We'll do two hours today. Mr. By the Mile says almost at 4K buying a house in the Mojave Desert or the Mojave Valley within the next few months or so. Thank you for the motivation, coach. I got money. He got that money. Congratulations. Eric Powell, CGA, got the super chats back. He stayed making that money indeed. I got money. Uh-huh. Shout out to, but I'm broke. I don't have no job. All right. We Lance says, congratulations on getting super chats return, coach. YouTube don't like you because you hit us with the truth. The truth. Keep on spitting fire. They'll find a way. All right. It's Force India back. He says, coach, I wanted to donate, but your government name game was sketchy. He says, tell us how... How months? Hold for a second. Tell us how months super chat was down. I don't know what that sentence means. I'll catch up with uh, all my tuition. He says no Biden bailout needed. You saved me, man. I owe you. Hashtag free agent. Well, my super chats went down in April, 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 May, June, July, August, September. So we're in September now. So that was a good five months, and I was playing a whole. I was walking the line. Nate Bitt says weight loss is easy. Calories taken in, all right, versus calorie burn. It's a very big formula, all right? Very easy formula. Jay Frey says Belly Deli ate the stat girls. Bring back the stat girls. Happy free agent Friday. And I can't bring back the stat girls. That's what got me in trouble last time. Free agent, triple OG, 45th birthday today. Shout out to you for having your birthday. Apologize for Ninja Watch in the past few weeks. I ordered a Rolex to gift myself. Continue blessing these brothers with knowledge. Congratulations on the Roly on the wrist. Check in to every hood. Check into every hood <laughs> that you go to before you wear the Roly. Kung Guru, this is a PSA to the coach gang. The junior is Turo, not Carvana. Interesting. I don't know what that means, but I know those are car companies. Eric Powell, I predict that one generation XXs will be totally disconnected from marriage. In two generations, they'll be disconnected from having children. Yes. And they like to delete their children. And mostly male children. I've been having this thing. I'm like, I want to know the data on what the genders are of the, the, the kids that are being deleted. I guarantee you it's 60-40 male. Male children are over probably overwhelmingly more deleted than female children. I mean, but I don't have the stats. Does anyone have the stats? Shout out to JT from the BX in the building. He says, thank you. All right, let's get over on to the rest of the people over here on Cash Is App. 
Thank you for the super chats. All right, marriage or hell no. Speaking, uh, seeking is popping CGA, and I'm loving it. I'm loving it too, man. I mean, I listen, it's not always easy. It's not the easiest thing. You got to be careful. Don't go on there and be reckless. Don't be like the some of the passport pookies that go over there and they act a fool when they go over there. You don't go to seeking, don't act a fool, right? Act, you got to actually act like you have leverage. Don't go over there trying to shortchange and nah, I ain't doing that. If you if if you're gonna shortchange them, don't just don't do it. You're gonna go, just go over there and lowball and negotiate. There's that going on. You gotta have come to uh, an agreement on how you're gonna do things. But don't go over there thinking it's like a street corner, or don't go over there flexing either. That ain't gonna help you either. Right? That's gonna make you into a fat target. There's a way to do this, and it's full legal. By the way, it's fully legal. He said, don't kiss them as well. Yeah, you could do that too, all right? Um, if you're looking for not that, don't do that either. And don't think that uh, your the normie chicks aren't doing this either. The normie chicks are doing it. And not only that, uh, some women are still doing it for free on Tinder and Bumble. <laughs> it's like, uh, your girlfriend has done it. Shout out to Damien. Burge, he says, paying my dues coach. Love the content. Yes, indeed. Carl S. Marriage is nothing but legalized robbery. Or legalized prostitution. I mean, whatever it is. I had a conversation with a married guy just yesterday. And those conversations come up. I keep trying to prove this point. Marriage is the most expensive way to deal with women. There's the, the most expensive way. But married guys always in this conversation that they don't pay. Even if they have a working career woman, well, she pays half the bills. That still don't matter. Just time itself that you spend is payment. More likely, you're going to be like, well, I'll be the man of the house. I'll, I won't make you pay for everything. Let's say you pay equal across the board on your uh, discretionary income or your disposable income. It's disposable and discretionary are two things. On a disposable income, you guys split it down the line. But I guarantee you discretionary income is not split down the middle. So on date night, you pay. When it's time to pay gifts, you pay. When you're doing the incidentals, you pay. That, that's where you make up the difference. And then it ends up 70-30 because you want to be the man. I'll take you out for dinner and I'll pay for the kids. This When it's time to pay for the kids, football league and soccer league and all that, you pay. But the disposable income is split down the middle. Those are the equal partnerships. But then the excess that you pay adds up over time. When it's time to remodel the house, it's probably mostly your money. And it's probably a gift to her, okay? And she gets to sock away her money or spend her money on shoes and all of this shit. So when you're getting down to the discretionary income, you're paying for obligations to the kids and stuff. And then she uses her discretionary money to sock away or or she uses it to spend on the thing that, that she wants to buy. And then you come up and you be like, I'll buy myself something. You buy yourself one thing, here she comes, hair standing up. I can't believe you bought that without discussing it with me. This is in general. I'm speaking generally about marriage, okay? You buy one thing for yourself. <laughs> and she's like, I can't believe you spent $15 without asking me. This is very general. Not only that, you pay an exit fee to put her back on the shelf. You pay a restocking fee to put your wife back on the shelf. Now, that fee is to be determined by the length of your marriage and the investments you made during the investment stage. So you might want to avoid 
the restock fee of your wife, which is still a penalty. But if you restock her at the beginning of the marriage, you don't even know what that penalty is. How much is this going to cost? It's a it's a blank check. You've already signed it. All you have to do is when you restock her, fill out the fill out the form, fill in the total. That's whatever that total is. So that's where you pay. I'm this conversation about relationships not being transactional and avoiding transaction is impossible. When it comes down to it, I want people to understand there's always a payment when you're dealing with women directly or indirectly. If you don't want to marry, you pay for that. You pay for that in the form of how you deal with that woman. Are you going to pump and dump? Are you going to do the dating thing? Are you going to be casual dater? You're going to be the forever bachelor. You pay a price for that. And that price is you pay the middleman. In order to deal with the woman, you pay the madam, you pay the pimp. The pimp is the system that she directly benefits from. Restaurants, bars, clubs, your clothes, her clothes, gifts, vacations, okay, whatever it is, buying them drinks, supporting the establishments that benefit her directly to, in order for her to capitalize on attention, to shop herself. You pay in the fees of OnlyFans, Seeking, Prawn, all the way down the line. Go down to the line. Whatever you're doing, investing in their portfolios over here. Come on. Gifts, birthdays, yo mama, taxes, taxes to single mothers. We support the system. There's no such thing as free. <laughs> There's Now, every now and then, You'll get some freebies. You'll get freebies, but some of you ninjas will still mess it up and shoot up the club. Pregnancy, child support, family court, domestic violation court. These are all the things that she directly benefits from and you rarely benefit from. Where are we at with this? Do people still want to debate me on the free? Yes, every now and then you will be running up in some woman raw for free. Sometimes you'll catch an STI. That's a cost. Everybody get it? E. Massey says wealth and income are different. You're dissect he says you dissecting income, not calculating wealth. Uh, so, yeah, so, yeah, but, but we're looking at income. Some people can't calculate wealth. <laughs> they can't, can't calculate wealth off 65K. But now she, on the other hand, was able to use some of her some of her her husband's income to build wealth. Yeah, the whole Valentine's Day and Christmas and anniversaries and, and palaversaries and these are all things that you end up paying and don't even get into cohabitation. As soon as you live together, that's paying. It's absolutely out of control. So I like the guys that be like, well, I don't pay for nothing. Sometimes you get away with it. Sometimes you don't. Sometimes you end up paying a hell of a lot. Okay. All right. Then we're going to end off. Did I get Carl S? He says marriage is nothing but legalized robbery for sure. And it never, it really was never like that. It's just like that now. We're going to end off on uh, PayPal. Jack Vendetta, shout out to my favorite African-American hashtag coach gang. 
but before no fault divorce, women couldn't calculate cal uh, capitalize on marriage. Please understand that it was no fault divorce that brought on the ability to play this starter husband game. And then she can just bail out and take a financial parachute and then claim that she built her wealth off of $65,000 a year when it was after, actually off of the back of your hard work in the legal system taking money away from you. So this is what happened here after no-fault divorce right here. You see this right here? This is what happened after no-fault divorce. And so men who worked hard, who were the guy, the patriarch, who had all of that, women were basically able to go in there cold as hell cold like a Russian winter and go in there and threaten you take some of your money and then use that money to build her wealth or to stack chips or to support her kids and whatnot and normally the kids were the leverage so talk about paying this is what you look like when you don't pay this is what married guys look like when they don't pay they think they don't pay and they find out they're gonna pay this is what you look like right here. I don't pay. Well, ask this guy right here. Is he paying his ex-wife? Is he paying? Did he pay? How much did he pay? He got, he, he knows right now. And look at her. She's like, hey, she like, there's no turning back. If you, if you ever want to know what your ex-wife looks like in divorce court, and this was a woman you slept next to. This is a woman you lied between her legs and 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 shot up the club and ejaculated. This is a woman who used to lie on her back for you. When you get up in this courthouse, this is how she's going to look at you. And you're going to be trying to be like, uh, but baby, baby, baby. <laughs> hey, baby, but remember the time? You're going to be like, remember the time when we fell in love? And she's going to be like, I don't remember nothing. I remembers nothing. I knows nothing. I feels nothing. Cut the check. And you're like, but where am I going to live? How am I going to see my kids? How am I going to support my kids? She's going to be like, I don't give a damn how you're going to live or where you're going to live. You can live in the damn hovel. You can live in your car. I gives a damn. And the lawyer, yeah, the lawyer's like, I got money. The lawyer then gassed her head up. It was like, you're going to have this, and you're going to have that. You're going to take them for this, and you're owed that. And you're going to be like, but everything was fine. What happened, honey? And you won't even know. Cut the check. But I don't pay, coach. Well, look, let's just say you stayed with her, and she finally said, okay, I'll give you one more chance. You just paid because I guarantee you by the time you get back to that house, she's going to be like, well, being that I didn't divorce Grape You to Kingdom Come, looks like we need to remodel the house, honey, don't we? Yes, dear. Yes, we have to remodel the house, whatever you say. Uh-huh. Not only do we need to remodel the house, we need to hire a landscaper. And we need to send the kids to public school. And I need a whole closet for myself. Move all the yo ish out of the closet and put it into the guest room's closet or the garage. You ever see men that do that? All of their... Clothes are in the second, third bedroom or in the garage. They got their clothes all stacked in the garage. They get dressed in the garage. Yep, move all your shit out of the out of the uh, master closet. Looks like we're putting in. Looks like we're making a second bedroom. Looks like we're making that a closet. Yes, honey. 
whatever you say. All the clothes in the man cave, that's pain. You're going to pay up the nose, sir. She done wrote a blank check for the rest of the marriage. Whatever she says. Look like we buying turkeys for the neighborhood. We ain't got no money for turkeys in the neighborhood. She going to look at you. Okay, we buying turkeys for the neighborhood. You're going to be out there in your turkey Santa hat giving out turkeys. Why are you giving out turkeys? The wife, you know, the wife. Happy wife, happy life. You're going to pay. Everything's now double, quadruple. <laughs> for sure. And every time you forget, she's going to remind your ass. Remember the time when we fell in love. I love you, honey. I'm glad I don't pay like those tricks out here. <laughs> She's you're forever done. You're done. You got 30 year penalty. You in the you're in the penalty box for 30 years. For 30 damn years. She's like 56 years old. Looks like I need some breast implants. Baby, you don't need no damn breast. Okay, you need breast implants. How much they cost? 10,000. Okay. You need a BBL too. All right, get get a BBL. Yes, dear. You're going to pay, brothers. You're paying just to avoid this right here. Let's get to the uh, PayPal's. Oh, man. Shout out to Brenner. He says, been a free agent for 15 years. No time for women's BS. But the thing is that we are trying to avoid is the changing of the mind. When she changes her mind. All right, that's when we get screwed over. All right. Well, I changed my mind. All right. Well, then now you got to pay for her changing her mind. <laughs> that's called the bait and switch. Well, I knew I said I wanted to do this, but now I changed my mind. Sorry. <laughs> like, God dang. I got to put PayPal over here because they, when I, when it logs out, their security settings are super duper high. Venmo, here's the link to the study done by Cornell University about sex selection terminations that you asked about. Okay. So there is something here. Did it is it turns out to what I'm talking about? Oh, it's a big study. I'll have to read the synopsis. Wait a minute. PayPal, hang on. I'll have to read the synopsis. PayPal, slow too, man. What in the world? All right, hold on for a second. All right, I got AD Austin. Did I get you? Let me try this. Uh let me not say your government name real quick. Monk Mode Master, I'm glad I didn't. Monk Mode Master says, I think Leo's dating Gigi is just a cover-up because the agenda, well, yeah, that's true. The agenda started to grill Leo about dating women under 25. He's just doing this to make it up. You're absolutely right, Monk Mode Master. You're right. He actually, now he can skew the chart just a little bit. Man, how sad though. But look, that's his enjoyment. But, but by the way, it's Gigi Hadid, so it's not a total loss. A.D. Austin, I was at the gym working out, headphones in, minding my own business. Then the sisters attacked. I have literally 60 seconds between sets, and they wanted me to move so they could work out together. Had to put on my man bag after that. Wow. He says, demon time. They stopped the cackling, and I didn't move. I finished my sets. Dude, women be bullies sometimes. They, they come over and bully you knowing that you can't knock them out like it. If a dude did that and he get down to the fisticuffs, somebody getting knocked out. I'm not encouraging it, but they know that's the end result. Look, man. But they come over and bully you 
And then when you move, they be like, <laughs> and then they go over there and ain't do nothing anyway. Kaylin F. Coach, what do you think? What do you make of the saying, grab her ass in front of men who want her and grab her ass in front of women who want you? Hold on, I got to read that again. Grab her ass in front of men who want her and grab her ass in front of women who want you. Oh, gosh. I don't... <laughs> who came up with this? Was this a dating coach, some dating coach shit? It, who, who came up with this? Like, who got time to worry about all that? This sounds like some dating coach came up with this. Yeah, man, what you do, she, what you do is you spritz on your cologne. You put on your suit. You go out there, social proof. And the girls that, the dudes that want your girl, you grab her ass in front of her just to tell everybody you got it. This is May Garden. What, what is this? I hate this. What kind of May Garden shit is this? And then when the woman wants you, the woman that wants you, and you see that, you grab her ass in front. I don't even know. I'm going to have to think about this. I want context. I want context. I want context. Tell me where this applies. Tell me why we're doing this. What would the benefit be? I would need context for sure. This is this. Um, it sounds like mate guarding to me, which is not going to be healthy for you in the long term. Short term, yes, a mate guarding situation, but we all mate guard to an extent. But a public mate guard to look over the shoulder and say, "This my ass." I'm just like. <laughs> I have a lot of other things that I'm worrying about. I, I do. People think I just sit here, do my stream, and sit at the computer like, and then wait for 5 o'clock to roll around. <laughs> like, dude, when I shut this off, I'll be shuffling. I'll be moving around, taking the dog out for a walk, feeding the dog, editing this, taking this phone call, coachy call over here, running to run errands so I can get back in time, so I can do the next show, do the next show, Pass out for a little bit, go clap a junior college girl's cheek, brush my teeth, floss it, shave my hair. <laughs> like, what the hell? Like, what do people be doing all day? I don't have time. Like, where would I have time to think about? Let me grab my girl's ass to show people where it's at. I'm on the go. Uh, so like if I'm with a woman, I don't really pay attention typically enough to be like, what is this guy? He's trying to get my girl. If I'm 22, maybe, you know, 24, maybe 25, maybe that might happen because I don't have shit going on in my life. But at this point in my life, I don't have much time to think about shit like that. I don't. Somebody says, like, bro, you corny as fuck. <laughs> it's so much worse if the guy wasn't even looking. Oh, I thought you was talking to me. If the guy wasn't even looking at her, that has happened to me before dudes be ready to fight over them chicks. It's so much worse if the guy wasn't even looking at her. That has happened to me 
before. I don't know if you're talking to me. I have no clue what's going on here. The punctuations would have helped, but I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. The Jimmy ZC, ZTT. I mean, there's some hood stuff. You know what I mean? I, I think. Anyway. I don't know what's going on. Oh, you're not talking to me. Yeah, I, I didn't figure you. Once I read it, I didn't think you were talking to me. But I think it's corny. I Listen. The corny dude, the corny dudes are the dating coaches. To me, I, I everything they say for me, <laughs> the corniest dudes be the dating coaches. To me, it sounds like, and they, they think I'm corny, so I'm cool with that. But the dating coaches be corny. They their scenarios be way off of the line. Like, all right, what you do, man? What you do is you grab your butt. You grab her butt when you out in public. Like they be coming up with scenarios that's like a one percent scenario chance. All right, so here's what you do, man. So say, so say you out, and then there's three girls walking down the street, and then the fat girls walking on this closest to the road, and the skinny girls in the middle, and they got the slim thick one walking uh, on the other edge. And so this is what you would do in this scenario. You like, <laughs> okay, uh, when is this actually going to happen? You know what I mean? Like, what scenario would that be? All right, so say so say you walking down in Manhattan. Okay, I'm not in Manhattan. <laughs> say you getting off the L. You're on the L train in Chicago. You get off the L, and it's very windy, and you walk around the corner, and you bump into a straggle-daggle, a snaggle-tooth, cockeyed, knock-kneed girl. What you're going to do is, at that point, yeah. <laughs> You're like, well, this is interesting. Uh, that's actually going to happen to me one day. Am I eating the Vienna sausage? Pause. Am I eating the glizzy when it happens? And then I get mustard on my soup? What, what's happening now? <laughs> they always dream up these scenarios when I'm actually talking about real practical scenarios. All right, here's a regular normie situation. You're waiting for your drink at Jamba Juice. You know what I mean? Like this could happen. Yeah, that hypothetical way out of the realm of possibility where you would actually have to program. Have you ever seen this one? Because we're at the two-hour mark. Where they bring the girl up on the stage, the girl that they rehearsed with and practice. Oh, let's bring this girl up in the pencil skirt and the blouse. Here she goes right here. Here's my prop here. She was just sitting in the audience at this all-man event about dating. She's here. You want to come up on the stage? All right, stand right here. He pushes her over like this. Stand right here. All right, so now I'm going to show y'all the science of the cold approach. Hang tight. I walk up to her. Hi, pencil skirt girl with the blouse that I paid to be here. I'm going to cold approach you. You're going to respond. With all the program responses that I imputed into you earlier in the hotel room. Are you ready? Mm. <laughs> like this, like. Well, hey there. Look at all that wagon, you dragon. How are you? I happen to be very fine today. Wow, I'm really impressed by your presentation and your masculine frame. What is that cologne you're wearing? Oh, boy, you're so masculine. I don't know you from Adam, but I'm really impressed 
by your confidence. Oh, thank you, girl. Yes, it's my confidence that impressed you and it knocked your socks off and it, and it curled your pantyhose in your toes. All right, now I'm going to start running game on you and you're going to be completely finessed. Here we go. Say what I told you to say. Don't, don't embarrass me. Remember, don't embarrass me or you ain't getting your half of your other half of your money. All right, here we go. Boy, do you come here often? I come here often and I hold masculine frame. Matter of fact, let me look at the let me look at the watch. Damn, you see the rolly? Did the jewels bedazzle you? Yeah, so anyway, girl. <laughs> oh my. What a fantastic Rolex. I bet you drive a 911 too. Absolutely convertible. Your hair will be blowing in the wind. Aren't you impressed? I also play guitar. I play a very good guitar. And I have fast vehicles. Are you wet now? Because I'm going to get you wet. Oh, your masculine frame. You're so fantastic. Don't lead with your wallet, though. I'm not impressed. Just like I don't lead with my body. I want you to understand that I want you to judge me for my mind. Oh, baby, I don't leave with my wallet and don't expect me to pay more than $40 for a date. You just a cheap floozy scab, scab peeling skeezer that I just approached because I have more status than you. And I look better than you, so you better bow down to my principles. And I'm going to run game part number two on you. Are you ready? Here we go. Oh, my hero, you're fantabulous. 50 men have approached me all day, but you're winning this. <laughs> you're winning this game so far. I can help. Cannot help. My panties are wet. Take me home now. Take me home. No, 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 no. I haven't got the game two now. I haven't got the game two now. Hold on for a second. Let me see here. Let me. I got to review my notes. Hold on for a second. Let me see here. Matter of fact. All right. Here we go. Run game. All right, here we go. Stand right here. Stand over here. Stand over here. Do you understand that I desire a, a, a submissive woman? Are you ready to submit to my presence? <laughs> All right, anyway, stop. All right, anyway. I'm ready to submit. You're my hero. Out of the 50 guys that have approached me and the men that pay for my OnlyFans, the sugar daddies that pay for my college exams, in my biology books, you're the one that I'm going to give my sex to for free. I would never charge you because you're so masculine, but these other men must pay, but I would never do anything like that. I'm all yours. You're my hero. <laughs> anyway, let me stop. Game dudes mad at me again. They like, damn. This guy always going in. All right, anyway, the Jimmy ZTT. Dear Mrs. Morero, it's all fun and games until your employer decides a fresher, cheaper version of you can wine and dine customers better than you. 50, he says 50, 11 years old self. Yes, I'm telling you, you're absolutely right. He says, then it's all Jermaine's fault. Shout out to the pet sellers and the box wine makers out there. You're right. Once she turns 50, there's a 25-year-old woman to hire that could do it just that much better. So they don't tell them that. They're going to hit the glass ceiling in their corporation. Now what? Now it's all Jermaine's fault. All right, we got a couple more over here. 
game guys mad as hell at me again. They're like, stop it. There's somebody in the comment section going, he's always, he's always sneak dissing certain people. I ain't sneak diss nobody. <laughs> All right, yo, coaches, coach JR. He says, so one of the chicks I was dealing with two months ago in or two months in told me she had herpes. What did I tell you? What did I tell you? I've told you of that scenario. He says, I told her I didn't want to deal with her anymore. And she got mad and said it was up to me to ask her if she had it. Clown world, bro. He says, P.S. I'm clean of the herp derp. Don't thank you. Uh, thank you. Thank the Lord. He says, I told you guys the herpes is out here like crazy. And then when you don't want to deal with them, what's, what's wrong with you? You're like, I ain't got herpes. <laughs> herp derp having people, man. The herp derp be out here, bro. Crazy. And it's the ones you least expect to have the herp that got it. Okay. Oh, I see. Uh, Van, shout out to you. I did see that. So thank you for that. He said, don't read this out loud. This message will self-destruct. All right, let me check all the other places real quick before we go. Venmo. I'm going to clear the deck. Oh, I got to check Super Chats. All right, I got Venmo cleared. Cash app is going to be clear and then let's take let's check super chats shout out to robert moreno pay now or pay later cga for life pay now or pay later and determine what you want to pay if you can control what you can pay you can control the situation but the uncontrollable is trying to go out there and try to get it for free in a transactional market and then saying you're get you're you're not paying it adds up dgc more in the building thank you brothers and we're gonna end it off oh almost ending it off flash over there it looks like you're in africa brother Flash hits us up, and then El Jefe says, there's a content creator, but I don't want to create beef. He says, coaching, it can pick up, uh, you can get a 45-year-old. <laughs> I'm not going to say that because I don't want to. Yeah, Listen, uh, I'm not here to create direct beefs. All right, I'm not here to create direct beefs, so I don't want to go in on certain dudes because I have I some of these game guys I'm actually cordial with, and they know I make fun of their thing, and they make fun of my stuff too. So it is what it is. Um, it's not petty, but it is just a little bit of friendly fire. That's all. That's all. And they could talk about how we incels and virgins and can't get women and all of that stuff. They could talk about that too. It's all good. I don't care. There's one dude that want to fight me though now. Somebody sent me a message. They was like, he going in. He want to beat you up. I was like, what I do? I guess I didn't cape for him. And so he mad. I was like, I didn't cape for nobody. Like there's a there's a beef going on between him and somebody else, and he trying to drag me in it. Like I'm not in it. Look, man, men handle your own shit. Men, you guys gotta handle your own stuff. This beef that is created by these two content creators, they're they created a beef. The other content creators known to beef with other people. He's known to beef with other people. I never came to the rescue of the other people that he was beefing with, and I was still cool with the other people and cool with him. But then he started a beef with the other dude and he wanted me to go cape for him. I'm like, that's your problem. What the fuck? I didn't cape for the other guys and he's still taking shots at the other guys. I didn't tell him to stop, but he wants me to tell the other dude to stop. He's going to be like, he's going to do it to you too. And <laughs> like, then it would be my business. But I wouldn't go to any other person to tell them to cape. So uh, beef is not good for business. It's not good for business. It's good for a little bit of entertainment, though. But for me, 
I entertain in other ways, but I, um, it's actually crazy. I'm like, and then he throwing shots on me on his Instagram. I'm like, somebody, I'm like, I, look, dude, you guys got to have some other better shit to do in your life than to deal with corny uh, situations where you're trying to drag other people into a personal battle. That's your stuff. Handle your own stuff. Handle your own stuff. I'm not going to go in there and everybody help me now because this person's beefing with me. Yeah, he wanted me to go over there and directly tell, stop beefing with this dude. No, that's your battle. It's not Donovan either. It's not. It has, he has nothing to do with this. It's a whole other thing. Uh, and I, I, it's sad that they're now threatening me. He threatening me because I didn't tell the other dude to stop. I didn't tell him to stop on nobody else either. He beefed with other dudes. I didn't go in there and say, you need to stop doing this. That's your bag. Right, handle your own stuff. Anyway, yeah, beefing is feminine at this point. I could get it when y'all want to crack and do the dozens. That's one thing, but there shouldn't be any beasts that leave YouTube and then turns into some sort of personal situation. Unless you attack somebody's kids or you you do something like that or you affect somebody's finances, that's another situation. And it's sad YouTubers in this in this field. You guys are affecting people's finances by getting into these useless disagreements make it fun like when i diss game guys i don't call somebody out directly but i make fun of it and i do it in a fun way i don't take shots and call them ignorant fools like people have called me you guys follow these guys and they're like he's an ignorant fool he don't do now that's not that's not funny that's actually you trying to uh shit on somebody and actually cause some problems where you have a personal problem. And then, of course, when I sit across from you, you're going to be quiet as a church mouse pissing on cotton. You ain't going to do a damn thing when people see each other in the future. Matter of fact, same people that's talking noise about me tend to also be people that get me off speaking circuits and don't let me get invited to certain platforms. Same people, but they got their name in my mouth. They got my name in their mouth, pause. And behind the scenes, they fighting like women to keep me off of speaking circuits. They fighting like women tell me not show up to certain uh, con certain collaborations. Don't let him come. If you know, you know. Now, that's affecting money. And they behind the scenes demonetizing content and reporting content. That's beef. Now, that's financial beef. Now, that, to get your, that, could, get, that could get your teeth pushed down the back of your throat. That's real, okay, because you're affecting money, you're affecting content, you're affecting opportunities now. That right there ain't beef. That right there is you're affecting somebody's financial position. Now, that's a whole different ball game. That's dangerous. You're, you're playing with fire now, okay? Now, hands can get put on you. You see what I mean? That's a war. That ain't beef. That's not a disagreement on philosophy. That's female tactics versus some shit. That's, that's you not be able to step up in front of me and try to create the narrative that you're better than me online, but behind the scenes, you pulling bullshit. Yeah, you know who I'm talking about too. You know who I'm talking about. So every time their name, my name comes out of their mouth, just remember that person has cost me big money and opportunities. And they're behind the scene creating bullshit. Meanwhile, they're trying to create a beef, okay? They're trying to create a beef and they're trying to create the situation where they're bigger and better than me, but they behind the scenes telling other consecrators, don't do this with them. Don't do that with them. 
See, that is not a beef. That's personal. That's personal. And it's always going to be personal. So when you ask me, will I ever do a collab with certain people? No, I have a personal issue with them. And they've cost me money and opportunities. Period. We can keep this on the internet and have disagreements about philosophy and keep it right there. And it's all fun and games. But when you start attacking people's finances and attacking people's opportunities, that ain't beef no more. Okay. Anyway. Love to leave it on that. Shout out to the coach gang. We winning. We winning. We winning. We winning. Yeah, they be doxing people. When you get down to that, doxing people and affecting people's finances, that's not beef. That's personal attacks. All right. So let's keep it from that, if you will. Let's win this day, man. Let's win the weekend. I Enjoy the coach. Hey, enjoy it. Enjoy your, your weekend. Don't get in trouble. Get your bell money if you're acting up this weekend. Get your bell money ready. Shout out to the coach gang, and we out. I can do some shuffling, too. Look out, man. What you going to do? Look out, boys. It's coming through.